Dave, <laughs> welcome back, my friend. That was amazing, Ralph. Thank you. This is all it. for you, buddy. Yeah. I put a lot of time into that. I to- I can see that. Welcome yeah, back. Appreciate it. It's good to be back. Hey, Thank listeners. So if we have listeners, welcome back. This is Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. I'm Ralph. And I am Dave. And it is good to be back with you post-week four yes. of the NFL season. Yes. It's our fifth episode. This is our fifth episode. It yep. is week four. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good that you're here. I'm very excited. I still have the music going. I can't <laughs> I can't help it. I just feel good. Yeah, baby. Oh. I think that song's clean too, so it fits with our it fits with our theme that uh, Kurt didn't keep going last week. But as long as we're yeah. talking about it. My future brother-in-law. How did you feel about uh, the performance of your of your backup last I, week? I, I did listen to most of the podcast, uh, and I Kurt did a great job. He, uh, I was thinking for somebody with limited experience in the the fantasy realm, absolutely. Um, he, uh, yeah, he went ham on that. So. And it no preparation. It was yeah. literally an hour before we were gonna. I was gonna record by myself. Yeah. He had no preparation. It was fantastic. The dude does his research. I yeah. love it. I Kurt, love it and so I, much. I know yeah. Kurt's probably the first one to listen to this. When oh, he'll listen published. to it. So, yeah. Kurt, job well done, sir. I know if I have to miss it again, your uh, the podcast is in good hands with you. Yeah, he was he was ready to go. He was excited. He was enthused. It went well. Um, I uh, I was sad you weren't here, but it was the the shoes were well filled for a week. So it was, I, and I wasn't worried. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I would have been a little worried if it would have been just you. <laughs> but yeah, it's when true. Uh, when you said Kurt was doing it, I I felt good about it. Well, we've talked about this. Without you to keep me under control, mm-hmm. things can get carried away. Right. I, I I have a lot of opinions. <laughs> I'm very enthusiastic. I'm very uh, bombastic. You might say. Ooh, good word. Thank you. I'm a teacher. Shaggy um, reference. And so, um, <laughs> shaggy reference. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, it was it was good because he's he's somebody who has enough opinions it'll keep me keep me squashed a little bit because mm-hmm. me talking about it, it'll happen at some point. Yeah. We talked about winter coming up. I mean, yeah. either one of us making it to the other's home on the other side of the world once winter hits yep. is going to be tough. And the, the the geography here, um I'm in the north north metro and I'm in the south yes. south metro. So I I cover <laughs> a good 20 25 miles. Right. Maybe more. So it's going to yeah. be tough come winter. So there will be times where I will record by my lonesome and I will talk and talk and mm-hmm. talk. Mm-hmm. And there will be no Dave to level me out and people are just going to have to deal with it. I may have to text in and do some reminders. Yeah, there's happens. probably ways to factor in like calls and stuff. But, um, you know, I'm not an expert yet. So we'll we'll figure it out. Yes, yeah, sometime we can take calls from people. 105 listens, Dave. 105 listens. So we are no Granted, longer... Granted, a quarter is me. Yeah. But... So we're no longer at tens of listeners. We're no, at 100. Hundreds. Well, not listeners. Listens. Listens. That's so that's I mean. the yeah, thing. Listens. 20-something. But And and you were going to share it. It sounds like we're available in multiple places now, huh? You yeah. Got, do, you hey, have the list, a, do you have the list handy? That's because, a heck of a subway. Because I got to tell you, you know, Anchor seems, um, you know, you can seek it out. Mm-hmm. But if you want to subscribe to something where right. it pops up on your phone every week, the way we listen to a lot of podcasts... Uh, you want to have something that's easy for that to happen mm-hmm, on. So mm-hmm. it sounds like you've got the list as to where we can be found. Trips right with Ralph and Dave accessible. Yeah, so the ones you probably know, there's Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. there's Google Podcasts, 
There's Spotify. Uh, those were the three I knew. Sure. There's also something called Breaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pocket Casts. Yep, that's a thing. And Radio Public. Okay. Um, Never heard of them. No, me either. Great places to listen to podcasts, though. Clearly, they welcomed us on. They, they, they did. And Anchor actually does a really good job. They keep seeking out you know, avenues for us to have our podcast and, and uh, they found these other platforms for us. It's so really it's, smooth. Yeah. Like we put it out, they send it out to all these different venues. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. Any nincompoop can have a podcast. It's true. Turns out. Next step, sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have any money, so that would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I was also going to rehash kind of where our name came from mm-hmm. you know, this is our fifth episode maybe somebody's starting fresh on episode five and if you're starting fresh in episode five go back to the intro stop episode. what you're doing stop here go to the first come one. on it's all explained there trips right uh with ralph and dave i dave i have triplet boys six-year-old boys henry nolan and graham one foul swoop three humans created i'm an overachiever yeah yeah and Ralph. It's the same line you used on episode one. <laughs> and I am I am the third. I'm Ralph the third, named after Ralph Sr. May he rest in peace. My mm-hmm. great my uh, my grandpa, Ralph. Mm-hmm. And and uh someday my fiance and I will end up producing Ralph the Fourth. That's amazing. Which is Esquire, by the way. Ralph Charles Siebert Esquire. Really? I thought that was just an attorney thing. No. Yeah. I, well, I mean, I haven't done a lot of research, but huh. my understanding is the fourth is Esquire. Interesting. And the lady I'm marrying <clears throat> is cool with that, which means yeah. she is a keeper. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because that's ridiculous to mm-hmm. name your kid. Um, anything past probably junior is ridiculous, True. but you know, that's fine. And also Trips Right is uh, a formation it's I a football term. many times in Madden to beat my yes, cousin. Yes, yeah. absolutely. On the offense. Absolutely. Correct. Yep. Yep, I've I've got a uh, I've got a Madden twenty uh, Browns franchise going oh, right now, and trips right is frequently used because I'm not going to run the ball. <laughs> <laughs> That's nuts. So, um, so yeah, you guys could be anywhere right now sure. doing anything, but you're listening to us, so we uh, we appreciate and it. So far today, I'm not sure why, but we're gonna we're gonna get into some content. Uh, so. Dave, last time we were together, two weeks ago, yeah. uh, you talked about Thursday night. You talked about hating Thursday night games. Still hate them. You talked about forgetting to set your lineup. You talked about the performances are a lot of time lackluster. Yep. And then we also talked about the how you feel with your performance going into the week. You want the advantage going into Sunday. Right. So if you, for example, had CMC and he goes off, mm-hmm. you're going in with a huge advantage. Whereas if he lays an egg and he's a superstar, you feel absolutely down going into Sunday because you're behind the eight ball. Right. Like you have to make up ground now. And it's a horrible feeling. Yep. And you've got two days to think about it <clears throat> leading up to, yeah. you know. And, and you know, Fantasy Football Weekly with uh, with charging, like listening to that for years and years and years. And so they talk a lot about if you go against a superstar performance on Thursday, mm-hmm. do you make adjustments to your lineup on Sunday and Monday like higher ceiling plays sure. as opposed to lower, you know, so higher floor yeah, plays? Yeah. I've never really done that i play the best players i can and i don't really care you know it's high potential high ceiling high floor it doesn't really matter to me right play my best choices i can but you do feel like you need to make up ground after that thursday game sometimes Mm -hmm. or you feel like wow i've got an advantage so what i wanted to know coming into this week 
is how do you feel about Monday night football? Meaning, do you go in preferring that you have, that it's decided one way or the other? Mm -hmm. Do you prefer that it is close one way or the other? Mm -hmm. Do you prefer to be slightly up where you're maintaining a lead? Do you prefer to be slightly down where you're trying to work toward a lead with one or two players? How do you feel about Monday night football? It could also be Sunday night football. Sometimes you don't have any players Monday, so Sunday has the same effect. But how do you feel about the last matchup of the week that has players that affect your head-to-head matchup? So every week when I look at my lineups and I look and see when the games are, I love seeing Sunday at noon, Sunday at noon, Sunday at noon, Sunday at noon. I love that. I also love seeing my opponents Sunday at noon, Sunday. Because the way I look at it is when I get those points, when my players get me those points, you can't take those points away. I have them, right? I'm not going to lose those points. If there's like an adjustment, whatever, I'd lose a tenth of a point. So... I have those points. I don't have to worry about it. Right. So I'm happy if it's all decided before Monday gets there. So if all of your players and all of his players, mm-hmm. his or her players, are all Sunday, noon, yep. or Thursday. Yep. So it's decided. You go into Monday and you know it's already decided. Yep. Okay. I'm good. Now, I do like the occasional time I play somebody uh, and we've got a bit of a rivalry. You know, a lot of uh, smack talking going on. <laughs> it is fun to go back, and especially if it's really close and I've got somebody going and my opponent has somebody going. You know, you get that banter going back and forth. Mm-hmm. I get a touchdown, he gets a touchdown. Absolutely. That is a lot of fun. Yep. It's more fun when you come out ahead, obviously. Yep. Um, but, yeah, it, it depends on the situation because being in 21 leagues, I will always have something go down to my Monday night game. Sure. Uh, so it's inevitable. Sure. Um, but I always like to have all of my points right away, and I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, and, I, and I'm and i trying to stick to the not looking at my phone, not looking at points calculated. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to stick to watching to the games. I know which players I have a lot mm-hmm. of places. I cheer for them. Sunday afternoon, early games, and late games, it's easy to do that because yep. there's so many games on. I'm just taking it in. Once those games are over, I can't help but look and see where I'm at. And then Sunday night and Monday night, I know who I need to do right. with. And so I would always I would always prefer it's decided one way or the other, so I'm not even thinking about uh-huh. it. What I really, really hate is being up slightly going into Monday night. And then they have one player left to go. Oh, yeah. Because I hate watching the opposing player that I'm going against creeping toward that total and, it's and if they have one big catch all of a sudden i'm sunk even worse is when it's literally four more yards mm-hmm. pushes them over and that's the end of that and it's even worse when it's a bye week so in that example if if you're up ahead by like two and a half points right and they have one person going it's a bye week they have a backup running back in oh and every time they enter the game you're like i can't watch He's going to get some points. Because and they have to. And in Dynasty Leagues, especially our shallow Dynasty Leagues, right. you have to st- sometimes start guys who you have no business starting yep. because they're long-term plays and you would never drop them. Right. And I remember thinking that last year when I was starting David Njoku. Like when I, 
I started him a lot of times where it's like, you know what? I can't drop him. Mm -hmm. He's a long-term tight end play, but I have nobody better to start. So he is my starting tight end. So I lucked out when he got something, but it wasn't strategic. Um, So if I'm going into a Monday night up slightly, it's torture. Because nine times out of ten, it's all mental. But I feel like I'm going to get passed by. If I go into a Monday night with one player who's a solid player and I'm down by a little bit, it's that hope. And I love that. And if that pans out, I super enjoy the... But you know what? If I stay up till 10.30 or 11 watching that game and it doesn't work out, it is horrible because I'm so tired the next day. And I work with kids and it's exhausting. And so this year even, I've already had times like that. I had a game... Where I needed in in Frozen or Super Deep, Super Deep, Super Deep Dynasty, I had uh, Montgomery who needed to creep up to a total. I mm-hmm. think that was to be Kurt, if I remember correctly, and I ended up winning by like three points. He got enough, mm-hmm. but in in a in the uh, Laker League, this, the the uh, high school friends league, the redraft, I was playing against Tariq Cohen, and he ended up getting like. three three and a half points and he needed four and a half to beat me mm-hmm. so he again i'm like I, I that was a game i didn't watch i was hanging out with claire and i was like i don't want to see it and it would to look at that and go oh my gosh uh, tree cohen didn't do anything did he die what happened yeah. i don't even know it was amazing the best Ugh. the best monday night scenario is you go into monday night's game they've got all of their players done you have one or two left, and you're already winning. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Yes. It's the best. I want to play the theme song again. Yes. that's <laughs> it was. It's the best. when you. It's just icing mm-hmm. on the cake. Yeah. And I had a few of those this weekend where I'm going into Monday night in, in the IDP. I had Devin Bush. I had Mason Rudolph and uh, Jesse Bates. And so Devin Bush gets a sack early, check. Jesse Bates gets a fumble recovery early, check. Mason Rudolph, you know, he had a couple yep. touchdown passes. They were pathetic, but they were there. And I'm like, oh, this is just, oh, this is just great. It was just bonus. You're right. Yeah, it's just padding your stats. Yeah. Just getting those points oh. in case of a tiebreaker. You're right. I yeah. love it so much. Just, just padding it. And historically, do you have any... Do you have any historical Monday night great moments that you can think of? Because I have three. <laughs> I honestly, your memory with fantasy football is I, way better than mine. I can't help it. I it's I, it's all I want to do all day long. Yeah, I I got nothing. All right, so I had so first of all, we were playing each other early season like three years ago, maybe. I don't know how you remember that, but it's, I do. It's unbelievable. Okay. And it's and it was it's not decimal scoring. It's the original empire that you won. It's standard, ten okay. team standard, right. not decimal scoring. And I, we, you were winning by a point, and it's like the last drive of the game. And I don't remember which quarterback it was, but your quarterback threw an interception. No, 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 no. You were up by two, and your quarterback threw an interception to drop it back to become a tie. And that was the last throw he made. Oh, I wish I could remember who it was. Did you have Matt Ryan in that league? No. Could have been Stafford. Maybe it was Stafford. I don't know. But your quarterback threw an interception that brought us to a tie. Mm-hmm. And it was like second week of the year we had a tie. And there, you know, I mean, it's not it's not decimal scoring. So right. it's more likely to be a tie. Um, I also had a Monday night years and years and years ago when I had 
this is this is before we were doing all the dynasty stuff. Mm-hmm. So this is the redraft, uh, high school redraft league, which was the only league at the time. So that was what I really cared about. Oh yeah. And I had Michael Vick, and on Monday night I was down by forty points, and Michael Vick puts up like a fifty point game on Monday night. Just ran all over whoever he was playing. I love Michael Vick. And I remember listening to like the highlights. Like I didn't even watch the game. I just remember listening to the highlights. Like I can't believe that happened. Yeah. Like this blows my mind and I won. Um, the best was the championship week of the redraft, uh, the, the high school Laker League, the redraft league championship week. And it was Monday night and I had... Darren Sproles of the uh he was on the Saints. Okay. And I had Darren Sproles and it was I was basically we were pretty much even but mm-hmm. he was my only player left and he just went off. He had like two receiving touchdowns or something yeah. and we were at Champs Richfield. <laughs> you know that venue. Oh, may it rest in peace, but we were at Champs Richfield and you know, we had some beverages, and it was just every time he did something, it was it was that icing on the cake. Yeah, it was just that it was that icing on my championship, and it was just oh my goodness gracious, it was the best. Mm-hmm. It was the oh the best. So so that's my Monday my Monday night um my Monday night memories, and it just makes me so happy to think about. It. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're right. To go into Monday with a lead is mm-hmm. the best feeling ever. Um, Dave, how do you feel about week, uh, week four? What were your, what were your highlights and lowlights? What jumped out at you? Um, I, uh, well, the, the two big ones, well, not big ones, but the ones I really wanted to win, I won, which was great. The, um, the high school Laker league, I won. Mm-hmm. I'm 4-0, undefeated in that league. And I won in my emperor league. I'm calling it my league because I am the you champ. You are calling it and your I league, have, yeah. I have one more win, and then it's all mine. All mine. I'm making a trophy. I'm, I'm doing I don't know if that. you could hear that. That was a hard eye roll on my part. It doesn't really translate via podcast, Ralph, but it was a hard eye roll. Ralph almost fell out of his chair yeah, with that eye roll. My eyes actually flew back. Wow, that was bad. Yeah. Um, with my Laker league, I had uh, Hilton out. Yep. So I put Corey Davis in the one day he decides oh, to do something. Gosh, okay. And yeah. if you're keeping score at home, that was another eye roll. <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> okay, that was something I wrote down. So let's talk about that. The Titans, Mariota, Henry, AJ Brown, Davis. I wrote down: Are they for real? Because they look ama- they look amazing, and they've looked yeah. better. They've looked better than they have looked not looked good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so. Wh- are the Falcons just that bad or what's the deal? Because I don't want to trust the Titans. I don't have them anywhere. So what, what, what the heck? I've never trusted the Titans. Trusting Corey Davis. I mean, Danny texted me a couple weeks ago and said, be honest with me. Can I drop Corey Davis straight up? And I said, I don't know what to tell you because I wouldn't own Corey Davis anywhere. Like I would never own, own, or I would never own Corey Davis anywhere. I, but I, and I kind of said, you know, I I did draft him in a couple of dynasty leagues because there was some hype coming out. Yeah, I don't blame you. And I, I don't remember goodness. Uh, who the other wide receivers were, but he was, I think, the top wide receiver. 
in that draft. So I, I held on to him for as long as I could. Yeah. But there was just nothing. These shallow leagues, I mean, you yeah. just don't have the room. He's He was doing so little. And now but the thing got... is, but everybody did something in that game. Henry had 100 yards. A.J. Brown had close to 102 touchdowns. Yeah. And then... What was Davis? 91 and a touchdown? He got me I mean, 17 points. I mean, come yeah. on. And Mariota looks like he's like Joe Montana. What What is going on? Yeah, I think it's... Uh, he can feel his arm now. It was it was who they played. I think it was the Falcons. Ugh, yeah. It was more the Falcons than it was the Titans. The Falcons just never measure up no. on offense, on defense, on anything. And they've got such a great offense, too. But Calvin Ridley laid another egg. So I don't know what his deal is. I don't have to tell you. I don't know. I don't think I have any shares of Ridley. I have him in a couple random sleeper spots, but mm. I also recommended him in these people I was helping them draft. Yeah, you know he was the guy that became available because of you know it fell to them. You know Ito Smith. I had to start him in a few places. Yeah. He was bailed out with a TD, but you know may, part of it is too the Titans defense looks solid. Yeah, like real solid. I mean, here I traded Jarrell Casey to Danny for, for Aaron Donald, and I'm looking like an idiot. Because all of a sudden Aaron Donald is like barely, can barely, uh, you know, get get up to the quarterback, and, and Jarrell Casey looks like Superman. Um, uh, other NFL notice. Okay. Uh, gosh. You know, I'm wondering if we should start <laughs> on our production meeting. I'm wondering if we should, uh, we should start just doing highlights from each game just go through each game hit them quick because i have so many things to talk about i mean look i wrote down something from every game you are prepared and well i mean i did it today but um uh, there's so many things to talk about so maybe next week we'll start doing that like i like that highlights from every game yeah like a high and a low we hit them quick they don't need to be dwelled on me sure um but there were some things like i'll I'll hit a couple really quick so Ugh, I don't even know where to start. Uh, the Chiefs, the Chiefs winning without Mahomes doing anything. I I hate I hate that because I, Mahomes should have gone off, and the fact that they won with the running game and you know he ran a little bit, but mm-hmm. like if they're winning, it should be because of Mahomes, and right. the fact that they can win without him is scary mm-hmm. to someone who needs him to score. Mm-hmm. And so like I won in frozen because of all like I had a good performance all the way across the board but like in the high school redraft league he was one of the reasons that it cost me a win and now yeah. I'm three and one and you're four and oh it's and true. it's embarrassing um you know and the and the Lions had multiple defensive backs out I mean Slade didn't play yeah so what are you doing like throw the ball I, I oh, it's just frustrating so that was one thing do you want to jump in before I go off on another? I, you know, I, I was watching that. <laughs> I was watching that game. Yeah. On uh, Red Zone, love that channel. Mm. And uh, we should live. We should live podcast during Red Zone. That would be a lot of fun. It'd just be a lot of yelling. Yeah, Actually, maybe it, it wouldn't be. be productive. But yeah, I don't know. We should try it one day. Um, I, and I, my brother was over. One of the boys uh, entertaining them, and uh, <laughs> I told him, I said they gave Mahomes way too much time. He had. Two minutes, 26 seconds to march down the field and right. score. Way too much time. He's like, already, he's like, Breeze would be automatic in that situation. Brady would be automatic. Right. You go back to Favre would be automatic. He's already in that realm that you just know that he's going to score. He's going to march his team down the field. 
and they're going to get a score. I I knew it would happen. And his passing was fine. He just didn't have a touchdown. Right. I mean, he had three hundred some yards. Mm-hmm. It was just uh, to not get that touchdown. Right. I kept and I I was saying that because Kurt was here watching the games mm-hmm. with me on Sunday. And that's that's what we were saying. I was like, oh my gosh, if they get to overtime, then he might have a touch. I like, I just need that one touchdown. Yeah. And then that, I think the last the last score they had was like, oh, handoff to Daryl Williams. Yep. And it's like, okay, great. I have Daryl Williams in a bunch of sleeper leagues where I ignored running back on yeah. my startup, and I need to start him. He had two touchdowns. I'd rather have Mahomes do well for these leagues that I care more about. And Mahomes was throwing to everybody. I think he had eight he different really receivers. Spread it out. Somebody yeah. named Pringle caught a pass. Yeah, Byron Pringle. Come on. No, wait. Byron. Oh, Sprinkle. Sprinkle is the guy from. Jeremy Sprinkle's a tight end. Jeremy Sprinkle is the tight end for the Redskins. Yeah. Byron Pringle Pringle. is the the wide receiver for the Chiefs. Yes. Um, Yeah, and you know, spreading it out, I mean, that's a good thing, but I'll I'll tell you right now, I'm hoping. Because Kelsey and Kelsey had an okay game, but I'm really hoping. Because Tyreek Hill might be back Mm -hmm. in a week or two. And I'm really hoping he gets a good target share because I'm kind of sick of the spreading out stuff. Yeah, how about like the the hook and ladder? Do you see that? Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that was hot. That was shades. That of was really hot. Randy Moss to Absolutely. Mo yep. back in the day with the Vikings. Yeah, and I like great. seeing that. But that's the thing about the Chiefs too is just that play calling is so. I mean, Andy Reid is a genius, mm-hmm. and it's fun to watch. It's really fun to watch. Um, not you know, so much a genius in the playoffs, but well, you know. no, I mean he's no, that's true, that's true. But you know, whatever, everybody has their strengths. Um, the other side of that game, I mean, the Lions, it, I think it's it's mostly a, it's mostly a testament to how bad the Chiefs' defense is because yeah. on looked incredible and mm-hmm. he had not had yards like that yet. Yep. Um, Kenny G was great, Stafford was great, and you know, not that those guys haven't been okay, but like clearly. The Chiefs defense has issues, and if you're playing against them, mm-hmm. not only because they're a bad defense, but also because you have to be keeping up with right. points, and so you have to go after them. Stafford did make a couple nice throws in that game, though. He he was looking pretty good. Yeah, he's been yeah. looking good this year. I I don't regret I don't regret the trade with you, but he did. He's looked mm-hmm. he's looked good. He's looked good. I'm just hoping Breeze looks that good when he comes back. <laughs> um, all right, so I want to. I, I need to go positive here. I have some really bad things to say, but so I want to go positive. Are you going Browns? Uh, no, I want to. No, I want to save that for a second. I want to oh, go Seahawks okay. cards. Let's okay. go Seahawks cards. So Carson looked great, mm-hmm. and what I want to know from you, Dave, is did he save his job because he had fumbled a, a lot mm-hmm. and. Rashad Penny's coming back. Mm-hmm. So he had 104 on the ground, 41 through the air. Um, do you think he saved his job? Now, I have Rashad Penny where I have Carson most right. places. But do you think it's still Carson's do you think it's still Carson's job? I think if Penny would have been healthy, Penny would have took over. He would have been the guy with, with all already. the fumbles. Yeah, okay. I don't think Pete Carroll would have would have stood for that. I mean, Carroll is classic for playing the guys who are doing, you know, mm-hmm. earn the job. I mean, so what have you Matt, done? Matt what? Flynn, they paid a lot of money yep. to Matt Flynn. They started Tavares Jackson, right? Wasn't that who it was? Tavares Jackson. That's the name, right? Boy, I don't know where I pulled that out of. But but that's... Was it Tavares Jackson? Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, and Russell Wilson. Yeah. I mean, Russell Wilson started over guys yeah. that were drafted, you know, higher. So, um yeah, so I just I hope I I want Chris Carson to just be the guy, but I'm worried he won't. I'm worried he won't keep the job. So yeah. I guess I was just curious. I am a fan of uh, Mr. Disley on the Seahawks. Still, 
still, I mean, the Seahawks can't keep this going. There's no way Disley's going to keep going with he, this. He's going to be a red zone monster. Ugh, and gross. not just because I picked him up in the Emperor League and he's my tight end now. Yeah, it's true. Oh, I wish the I I wish I could just. Oh my gosh, this should be a video. You're in trouble. Because uh, you know who my tight ends are in Emperor: Evan Ingram, George Kittle, and Dallas Goddard. You've got great tight ends. Yeah, I do. And you know who's outplaying them? Will Disley. Mm-hmm. Ugh, gross. All right, I want to move on. In the same game, David Johnson was used as a receiver quite a bit. Yes. That was huge. It was awesome. 100 yards receiving. Yep. That was great. That was great to see. And that is what they need to do with David Johnson. Mm-hmm. And it's so frustrating watching them just pound him between the tackles with yep. a terrible offensive line, get him out in space where he can do some damage. And not only that, it's a great security blanket for Kyler oh, Murray, too. Oh, so much. You make a few of those, get the confidence up. And Murray ran, and Murray ran the ball. Yep. I mean, he had a, touch, a touchdown on the ground. Mm-hmm. That was pretty great. Yeah. Um, all right, now let's go to a negative. Uh, Austin Eckler, gross. I wanted, ugh, so gross. You know, they're playing the Dolphins. I hate Austin Eckler. I hate him, Dave. I know I hate not him. Not as a person. And I don't person. hate him. I'm sure he's lovely. He is lovely. I'd hang out with him. That's not the point. He rescues, the point is, he rescues animals. The point is people who have him by accident are acting like they're God's gift to fantasy football. Mm-hmm. And this was supposed to be Melvin Gordon coming back. Because they're playing the Dolphins. And Justin Jackson's out. I should have been starting Justin Jackson in multiple places. But guess what? He was injured. He was. And so guess what happened? It was all Austin Eckler. Mm-hmm. Touchdown receiving. Touchdown rushing. Ooh! So frustrating. And well, Melvin Gordon sat on the bench as an emergency player. I don't even like Melvin Gordon. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm going off on a real... I don't even like Melvin Gordon. I don't have Melvin Gordon anywhere. I just... I want people who have a good player because they actually made the effort to be rewarded as opposed to people who lucked out and have Austin Eckler. Do you know where I have Melvin Gordon? In Emperor. Yeah. Good for you. I do. I hope your money you win goes into this podcast and we get some microphones. That'd be great. And I'll contribute if I win Roman. We'll talk about that later because apparently it's all about you, Dave. Okay. Um. So Eckler just, oh, he just... Continue to go off, but on the other side, Devontae, uh, not, not Devontae Adams, Devontae Parker sighting. Yeah. Yeah, he was, you know, he had a big catch. That was pretty good. Was yeah, pretty good. well, he had a big catch. I mean. It was something. It wasn't was. he Wasn't he one of the pieces I got from you in, in Frozen for he that was. deal? Did you yeah. start him? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't okay. start him. Well, there you go. Although with McLaurin injured, I had, I had the option. Yeah. Um. All right, I'm going to cherry pick. I'm going to pick my number one uh, best thing I want to talk about. Oh, I have so many things. Okay, next week we have to do game by game. I like just it. do it quick. Yeah. Um, Godwin. Chris Godwin. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. 12 for 172 and 2. In Frozen. Super deep. Super deep. In Frozen, that's... 49 points that's, that's ridiculous i mean it was like 10 12 first downs something like that yeah i mean it was insane was that on 12 i think it was on 12 targets too it may uh, i don't remember that it but was. it was it was incredible i mean it was incredible i mean yeah. the the buccaneers this is what you thought and and the rams this is the other thing the rams are a good defense mm-hmm. um i'm trying to remember i feel like they're a I thought they were a better pass defense than run defense, but I might be imagining that. 
But they're a good defense overall. Yeah. And the Buccaneers went off 55 points. I mean, that's insane. And Godwin looks nuts. Mm-hmm. And uh, Evans was Evans had a touchdown. Yep. I mean, he he had a big touchdown, so he was he was fine. But Godwin, oh my goodness gracious, looks. I mean, oh. he was what the kids say. He was lit. He was lit. He, he was, was lit. He and was lit. Yeah, and I had before this week started, I had offered he and Terry McLaurin for Devontae Adams, mm-hmm. and you had said, you know, I, I think that was the one I brought up to yeah. you, right? Mm-hmm. And you were like, well, you know, Devontae Adams is the best piece. Boy, I got to tell you, I don't think I can part with Chris Godwin. I mean, I, I went in one of my sleeper leagues that I'm out I'm out of so I'm I'm 0 and 4 and so I'm trying to like get some youth or whatever. Yeah. I offered up Nuke for Chris Godwin a first and a second. I'm thinking, you know, Nuke should be worth that in mm-hmm. theory, but I'm thinking, well, the way Godwin's looking, I'm I'm all about that. So Whew. Sorry, I'm all I'm all heated no, here, Dave. Maybe take that sweatshirt off. I know. Right? No, I'm actually I'm very cozy. Okay. I'm just I'm heated as far as like okay. enthusiasm no, I goes. Yeah, um, I can tell. Uh, let's see. I'm going to pick, I'm going to pick one more thing. I'm going to prioritize. Um, oh, you know what? Let's talk about your Vikings. Do we have to? Well, you know, I'm a Vikings fan, as you know. Sure you are. <laughs> um, so Thielen had a terrible game and I hear he's pissed at Cousins. Yeah. Now, you know, my, you know, my thoughts on Cousins. He's a spaz mm-hmm. and just seems like he doesn't know what he's doing. Um, Diggs had a good game, but that was really it. I mean, even Cook had a lame game, and he was bailed out with a mm-hmm. touchdown. I think it was 54 yards, but he had the touchdown. So how do you feel about your Vikings? I mean, they're going against the Bears. Mm-hmm. I saw an in- interesting stat that the that Khalil Mack has forced the most fumbles since 2017. And? And Kirk Cousins has the most fumbles as a quarterback since 2017. Bad combo, and very, I think very bad combo. Did Cousins fumble like multiple times, mm-hmm. right? So, as a Vikings fan, you're watching that. How do you feel? So, and I've had this conversation with a couple of people at work too. You know, he's not worth eighty four million. Nobody's worth eighty four million. That's well, besides the point. It's a lot, yeah. So, and it's guaranteed, all guaranteed. That's go back, go back to last year, right? Diggs and Thielen went off. Um, Thielen had what hundred yards in how many straight games? A lot, right. seven, eight. Yeah. yeah. Granted, that was you know didn't have much of a running game they had to throw, but now they want to f- see. The problem is they they want to be a running first team, right? And I think what's different from last year is that's taking the wind out of the sails of our two top wide receivers. Yeah. And add to that, they drafted Irv Smith. So they want to go more two tight ends now, and that's just taken all the wins out of the sails of our beloved wide receivers. Yeah. And add to that, they played the monster of the midway, and poor Kirk Cousins looked like a lost little boy. Like he literally looked like he did not want to be there. He wanted no, to be anywhere but there. Yeah. He's rough. And I and their D. De- they marched down the field and score on their first possession, right? Packers did the exact same thing. Um, I want to see more from the defense at the beginning of the 
darn game. <laughs> because the defense eventually, second half, they're, they're awesome. But it's those first couple drives just make me so mad. Yeah. It's, they're like deer in headlights. It's almost their Zimmer's better adjusting to what's happening than actually having a game plan to start the game. Yeah, as soon as Kirk Cousins has to do something, mm-hmm. he panics. And I feel like Case Keenum was the perfect game manager for a team who wants to run the ball mm-hmm. and only pass when they need to pass. And he was cool, calm, and collected, you know. And I just, you know, I understand why he left for the money he left for, but for the Vikings, they really should have, like, spending all that money. Keenan was the perfect fit for what they wanted to do. Yeah. He managed the game. He didn't make mistakes. And they should have gone to the Super Bowl, let's be honest. True. And it just, it's, it's, cra- it's crazy. I mean, it's crazy. Kirk Cousins is just, he's an embarrassment. Yeah. And, on, and if, if Trubisky wasn't on the other side of the field, I mean, because Trubisky is bad. And he got put out of his misery with mm-hmm. his injury. I mean, thank goodness for him. Like, just go sit down for a while. Yeah. Because Chase Daniel comes in and looks like looks like Steve Young all of a sudden just <laughs> dropping dimes. And Chase Daniel is no superstar. Chase Daniel went to the bench where Mitch was sitting with his head down, pats him on the shoulder, said, it's okay, son, daddy's got this. <laughs> That's what happened. Yeah, daddy took over. That's yeah. for sure. Um, it was just... Oh yeah, it was brutal. And I and I had a family dinner. I wasn't watching it closely. It was on the TV, kind of where we uh, at Pizza Luce, where we were having dinner. But it was, whew, boy, just brutal. But I I think they're gonna figure it out. They are. It, it's gonna happen. They're gonna find a happy. What's their What's the record? The Vikings record? Two and two. Two and two. Yeah, yeah. that's nothing. No, they're it's fine. fine. I'm not worried, um, because they've got plenty of games left. Against the Lions and the, you know, another against the Packers and against the Bears. So I'm not worried. They're going to figure it out. They're going to find a happy medium, I hope. And this is a diehard, wishful thinking Vikings fan. They got to find the balance. They just can't. Because if you, you tell everybody we're going to be run first. It's like, remember the Randy ratio? (laughs) Remember that? 75% of the passes Mike Tice said are going to go to Randy. Right. You tell everyone you're going to do something, they're going to plan for it. Right. Right. Just be more balanced, Zimmer. That's all I'm asking. Zimmer, if you're listening to our podcast right now, <laughs> please be more balanced. But if they had Randy Moss, they could throw it to seven, you know, 75% of the it's time true. to him, and that would probably go well. Yeah. Um, the uh, So the, the Browns, you mentioned my team. So yeah. uh, Beckham just looks brutal. Baker still looks pretty brutal. I have a question. Yeah. Before the game. Did you think they were going to beat the Ravens? The The Ravens have looked so good. The Ravens also haven't really played anybody. So, okay. like, it's hard to know. And the Ravens' defense is not what it once was. Right. And so I thought it would be... I thought it would be competitive, but I assumed the Ravens would win. Right. Um, The fact it ended up like it did kind of blew my mind. You know, Baker and ODB looked brutal. Chubb was on fire. I mean, Chubb was ridiculous. Kind of wish I had bought lower, you know, bought low on him when I had the chance. Landry caught a lot of passes. Kind of harken back to his um, Dolphins days. Um, 
But like I'm I don't know how panicked I should be about Baker and ODB. I mean, I've got Baker in mm-hmm. at least one I mean multiple places, but like I've got him in Westeros, the the IDP league. And you know, I want to be able to start him, but I didn't this week. Right. I benched him. I started Lamar Jackson and uh I started Mason Rudolph mm-hmm. because I just can't trust Baker right now. In guillotine, the the one where the lowest team every week is eliminated, we're both still alive. But I I think I benched Baker. I started Daniel Jones and no, I must have started Baker. I don't yeah. think I have anybody else because I lost Big Ben. How many people do you think started Ricky Seals Jones? Well, <laughs> none. But I mean, but it's not a bad play. I mean, he's no. I mean he's been an athletic, you know specimen talked about like he has potential for a long time he's a a big dude yeah he's a big dude and it was the kind of the cardinals never really never really used Mm. the tight end he never really got consistent chances but it's an interesting it's an interesting play yeah um but you know as far as you know lamar as far as lamar jackson goes like i liked uh miles boykin getting a touchdown that was that was fun Mm -hmm. and you know lamar jackson still had great you know, still a great stats. I'll tell yeah. you, if I repeat in Roman, the PPR, 12-team PPR that I'm trying to repeat in and get the big money, if I repeat, I got to tell you, I think it's Lamar Jackson's credit. Like, yeah. I think he'll be the reason. And you're getting a Lamar Jackson jersey after that? Oh, pff, for sure. I like it. For sure. Tell you what, when I win an Emperor, I will get a Disley jersey. Ugh, gross. I think about that. How about this? If we repeat in both leagues... We'll buy each other. I'll jersey. buy you a jersey of your choice. You buy me a jersey of my choice. Deal? Shaking on it. And I think we should do legit from NFL.com, not even from China. I like it. Oh, boy. I won't, I won't even be comfortable wearing it if it's not from China and cheap, you know? <laughs> um, uh, how about... Um, so, so the Cowboys offense, I wanted to mention... So so the Cowboys had looked so good, right? And they they had been running the ball and Kellen Moore had been calling some really great I mean, Dak Prescott looks amazing. Yeah. Um and they were running more play action than any other team in the league. And then all of a sudden they come up against the Saints, and I think I I mean I wonder, is it just how good the Saints defense is. Because I've always been a fan of the Saints defense. They have a lot of Ohio State. I mean, their entire defensive backfield yep. is Ohio State. Von Bell, Mark Slattimore, uh, Eli Apple. Um, but it just seems like that defense is so good that the Cowboys kind of realized, like, this is maybe they've had easy matchups to this point because I don't think they've had a very tough very tough um, matchups to this point. They but That's what I'm looking at right but now. But they also, um, I mean, I know they had the they had the Dolphins in there because Tony Pollard got a ton of ton of yards and a touchdown. But, um, but the other thing was they didn't run play action this week. So is that a point of getting away from what they were doing well? Or is that a matter of um, the running game couldn't get going, so it didn't make sense to try to get, try to get that going? It just seemed like... They were getting away from what was working really well for them, which was which was uh, unfortunate. So the first three weeks, Dallas played Giants, Redskins, Dolphins. Oh yeah, that's horrible. So that's why they look so good, right? But they shouldn't have looked. Th- I mean, the Saints absolutely just neutralized mm-hmm. them, and so it shouldn't have been that much. Um, 
you know, and then I'm watching that game too, and I thought it was interesting because I'm thinking the Saints with Teddy Bridgewater cannot move the ball like they mm. normally do. So they're really playing a game, a, a ball control kind of a kind of a game plan. So I I was impressed that they were able to hold them the way that they were, um, despite the fact they couldn't score very well. I mean, Kamara was fine. Michael Thomas had nine for ninety five, which was fine, mm. but like they couldn't put the ball in the end zone. Yeah. Um, and, and so it just seemed like the Saints just kind of knew they didn't, that all they had to do was keep them under control and they all they had to do was just run the clock down. I mean, mm. I, wasn't that the game where at the end they just ran the clock down and the Cowboys didn't even get another chance? They just ran the ball, they ran the clock down to zero? I feel like that was the game because um, that was the Sunday night game. So, But I, yeah, I do was, know that Camaro owners are not liking Bridgewater at quarterback because these games have just, they have been breeze games. But I thought, but I thought Kamara would be fine because they would want to run the ball so much and that Thomas would suffer, but it's it's been the opposite. It's almost like Thomas is getting in Bridgewater's ear saying, Hey man, feed me, feed me, feed me, which he should. Big boys got to eat. Thomas is just a gorgeous man. A, I mean, I mean, a great football player. He's a specimen. Yeah, he's I get very it. pretty. He's like almost as pretty as DeAndre Hopkins. Like mm-hmm. they should be in like a painting next to each other, <laughs> like a classy oil painting. All right. Anyway, let's move on. It's too much. Please. Let's um, move on. Uh, I think that's probably that's probably all I had. I mean, I had some other things, but next next week we'll we'll get into some game by game action. Um, I like that. That's a good for one. right now, we should probably move on because I just feel like I'm kind of all over the place. Um, you are doing some pickums, some NFL pickums. Yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, how's that going? I I never do that ever. I help my buddy. Yeah. But I also make clear to him, like, I am not as comfortable picking who's going to win actual NFL games as yeah. I am with which players are going to do well. So this is at my uh, my work. Okay. Uh, I've been there five years. We've been doing this four years. Um, so it's it's a confidence pool is what it is. So I print out, a, I commission this too. You know, what's one more thing for me? Sure. To track it, right? Sure. Right. So it's five bucks a week. Um, you get the sheet. You circle the winner of each game. And then there's a box to put numbers 1 through 15 or however many games there are. 16 games with no buys. Um, and if your team wins, you get that many points. So it's confidence in confidence, the Confidence, right. So, so, so whoever's playing the Dolphins right. would be your top confidence This level. week the Dolphins are on a buy, so it's well, not that easy. But, right. that's, but that's the idea. Exactly. Okay, got it. Um, and Closer matchup would right. be lower confidence right. level. Okay. And when we first started, I mean, we had 20 people doing it. In the first year, it's a hundred bucks, you know, a lot of fun. It got really competitive, but you know, I work in collections, so there's a lot of turnover and sometimes it's tough to find people. Um, so this year, uh, the first week of the season kind of snuck up on me. We didn't do it. And I think I was off that Friday, that Friday or that Thursday and Friday. Um, so we started week two and you know, the start of the season, you don't know what the teams are yet. Right? right. Sometimes it's a it's a crapshoot. So teams you think are going to be one thing, exactly. are the opposite. Yeah, yeah you, don't, it's hard. you don't know. Right. You don't know what they are. Right. Um, and I've been, you know, trying to get people. I've been talking everything up, and um, 
it, it our secretary won and she's been playing since day one so she's she's actually really good she's another vikings fan um so that was week two our <coughs> first week week three our second week this guy tim he's been at the company for like six months and he was actually mad at me because I didn't include him in the fantasy football league, right? <laughs> so the first week, he's like, I'm not doing this. You didn't want me to do fantasy football for a good reason because he, he's, <laughs> he's pretty annoying. But he's like, hey, I want to give it a shot. Uh, I love football. So it was his first time playing, and he won. And so we didn't hear the end of it, right? Of course. And my picks were just all over Don't the place. Don't you hate people like that that just talk about how much it's, they win all it's the time? The worst. Yeah, it's it's just horrible. <laughs> I wish I knew I wish I knew less people like that. Alright, well it's been real. <laughs> so this last week we had another first timer play. Her name's Jessica. Okay. Right? I gave her the sheet. She's like, Oh yeah, I'll give it a try. I gave her the sheet. Five minutes later she comes back with the sheet and five bucks. Right? <laughs> and I look at some of the picks, I'm like do you want to look at this again? <laughs> She's like, no, it's fine. I got it. She won last week. Oh, boy. Not only did she win, like a normal scores are in like the 90s, 100s, you know. She scored a 91. Okay. The next highest team was a 69. Wow. Listen to her picks, okay? Okay. I have these memorized. <laughs> the Thursday night game. At Green Bay, she was the only team to pick Philadelphia. At Green Bay? Yeah, she picked yep, the Eagles. That's silly. Okay? Yep. She was also the only team to pick Tampa Bay over the Rams. Understandably so. And everybody had like 14, 13 on the Rams, right? And everyone had a lot on the Packers. Mm-hmm. She was one of two teams to pick the Browns over the Ravens. Okay. And then there was another team that had an upset win so then i was talking with my boss because he does it too and i'm like i realize i know nothing about football everything i know is a lie it's like when you do like final four when you do march madness and you have your mom get in on it and she ends up winning you know what would win in a fight a jayhawk or a gopher I'll go with a Jayhawk. You know, it's just random stuff like that. I mean, honestly, for March Madness, I'm I'm at this point. I if I do that, I flip a coin. Yeah, exactly. I think the first and second seeds for the first two rounds, mm-hmm. and after that, I literally it, flip a coin. That's what it is. And that's my best performance is flipping. A coin. So and I, I've won a few times doing this, but it's always just the, the random picks that that end up taking it, and I look at fantasy football, right? You know. You know what a player is going to do. You know what their floor is. You know what you can expect from them. But football, it's a team sport, right? And Extreme. It's the most team yeah, sport. Yeah, and So many moving parts. Any given Sunday. Yep. So it's just frustrating. I'm going to keep doing it, but it's just the, the fact that in this format, anybody can win. Don't you think that's the best thing about – I mean – it can be frustrating when you think. I mean, first week this this season, it mm-hmm. was like it things didn't happen the way they should, they never and it's does. frustrating fantasy football wise. Yeah. But don't you think that's the great thing about NFL football though? Is that it is, I mean, it's the any given Sunday idea. Is that anything can happen? Mm-hmm. Any team can win on any week. It's like 
you know, if you're, oh, what would be an example? Like if you, if you've got the worst, um, NBA team against the best NBA team, they're not, they don't really have a chance, but in the NFL, anything can happen Mm -hmm. and weird things happen. I mean, I was watching the, the Dolphins, the Dolphins Chargers game. And for a while there, it was like, are the Chargers going to lose this game to the Dolphins who are literally giving up? Mm -hmm. And it kind of seemed like they were. Yeah. And so, like, that's that's the thing about the NFL is anything anything truly can happen. Anything and truly can happen. the best thing to happen for that little pick'ems thing I have is these Tim and Jessica winning the last two weeks. I have three more new people this week that want to do it. Because, because people who don't know right. what they're doing are winning gives yeah. people a chance. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, so, that I makes mean, sense. They, they think that, you know, they know I'm in a lot of fantasy football leagues, so they think that I'm just going to win every week. If that was the case, nobody would want to play. But, I mean, it's, it's it's just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sounds sounds fun. I, I typically don't do it, but I, honestly, if somebody else ran it and brought it to me, like, I'd be all in. You want to do it? But it's not... <laughs> we open it up to everybody. Spouses do it. Friends hey. do it. Bring bring it on, sure. I'm ready. Um, if you have stuff ready for me when you when you come here on uh, Wednesday nights, I'm I'm ready to go. I can give you the website right now if you want. Oh, it's it's online. It's well, not it's, even a physical. I I do uh, email to a few people that are off. Hey, listen, I'm in five right. bucks. Five bucks, Psh, please. How much could I win if I win it? We have seven in right now, so it's thirty five. <laughs> I'll take that. Okay. 35 bucks? You'd That's be, like two Chipotle's. You'd be 40. <laughs> so it'd be 40 Sweet. Yeah. Um, yeah, in. All right, cool. <clears throat> well, we have some uh, we have some leagues to talk about. Um, uh, you and I are matched up in a couple of leagues, so let's talk about those. Okay. Dave, how about that gen- that gentle that gentle button pushing I did there? <laughs> I I didn't even hear it. That was great. You know what, Dave? I'm not shy. I was informed oh. <laughs> that when we take a break that I hit the button really aggressively. And so you know what? That one just now, real gentle. It was. And I bet nobody even it was, like, was any the wiser. It was like a cloud. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I pause, I'm just going to like clap loudly before I push it, and that'll teach everybody a lesson. All right. Let's go on to uh, talking about some of our leagues. So we have uh, the redraft, redraft yes. auction. That's a ten-team redraft auction. That's with our, uh, with my high school friends, and then you're in, you're uh, doc, you're uh, grandfathered in because of uh, prom date. Yep. I had a rough week last week. I was playing against Hans. I ended up only losing by you know twenty ish, but uh, I just I had a rough week. Uh, Patrick Mahomes laid an egg. Mm. Ezekiel Elliott, rough game. Hopkins, rough game. DJ Moore, rough game. Rex Burkhead may as well not have even been started. I thought <laughs> he's whatever, you know. Dak Prescott, rough game. The Cowboys defense against New Orleans, rough game. Guskowski <laughs> ends up, basically, he's in a hospital somewhere. So my kicker's going to be out. So it was, it was just a, I mean, it was to think that I put up 96 points with some of the performances I had is actually pretty shocking. <laughs> um, and, you know, I'm playing against, oh, Austin Eckler, shocker. So <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. So, you know, he started with the Packers at zero on Thursday. And then after that, he just he just had more things go right. So yeah. I'm three and one in fourth. 
Hans is three and one in second. He's got more points than me, but you know, I, I feel okay about three sure. and one. I'll take it. I mean, I was Owen, I think I was Owen four, one and three last year, and then ended up mm. beating you in the championship. So, you know, you can come back. Now, you had mentioned earlier in this league that you won again. Mm-hmm. You're four and oh. But the most important thing we want to mention in this league is that we have an important matchup coming up. You versus me. Ralph versus Dave. Now, we have projections. I'm looking at them, too. And the projections are Ralph 132.8 and Dave 130.3. Yes. Now, I would like to mention that Gostkowski on IR. So once waivers go through, I will have another kicker in there. So my projected win will go up slightly. Um, but it but it's an interesting matchup because my team, you know, my starting team as of now is Mahomes, Chris Thompson, Ezekiel Elliott, Nuke, DJ Moore, Travis Kelsey, Debo Samuel, Tyro Williams, Dak Prescott, Cowboys defense, and then the kicker that I pick up. Mm-hmm. Your team, it's interesting because your team, running backs, Kamara McCaffrey, are obviously ridiculous. Those yeah. are your keepers. And I'll actually be swapped because I have Campbell in there now, Paris Campbell. Um, oh, you'll be taking him out? If Hilton is healthy. He Even against Kansas in. City, huh? Yep. Okay. And they got to throw it. So you got Minshew, Kamara, McCaffrey, Corey Davis, Paris Campbell, Greg Olson, Devontae Freeman, Marlon Mack, Josh Allen. You'll have to take him out because yep. he's concussed. And then... Well, that was fun. Uh, and then Rams defense, Brett Maher kicker. So I also have New England's defense. Oh, yeah. Put them we'll in. We'll be going against Washington. Yeah, come on. Yeah, that's, I just that's a no-brainer. Yeah. So that'll even out my kicker. Oh, and I have Disley in this league, too. Weird. Oh, my gosh. I hate you. And, okay. And Melvin Gordon. You know what? Can we stop? I don't want to talk about this league anymore. These running backs I have are... I'm going to yeah. actually sell a running back for okay. a wide receiver. Yeah. Right okay, good for you. Anyway, so the point is, I'm looking at your team. I'm not scared of anybody but your running backs. I sure. feel good about the rest of my team. But i got to have some guys bring their A game. You do. I mean, Nuke, Nuke has to just – I they have to start targeting him more. I mean, I don't know what – I mean, I know you're relying on um, Deshaun Watson in multiple places. And he has been lame since week one. That mm-hmm. week one against the Saints when he was – Keeping keeping up with Drew Brees was awesome. I think this last week saved me because he had a rushing touchdown. Yeah, so that helped. That's a bailout, but yeah. like, yeah, it's just it's been it's been uh, it's been pretty brutal. So I, I'm looking forward to this matchup. You know, I this is a this is a fun league, and mm-hmm. and as you know, my team started with literally no running backs. So sure. I'm I'm pleased with where it's ended up. To think I got Zeke and Mahomes in a trade is kind of crazy. Um, but it'll be interesting to see. Any any other feelings you have about this uh, this matchup? I, it's just going to be exciting. We'll uh, we'll have to stay tuned. It'll be fun to talk about next week. Definitely, yeah. we got to find a Sunday to uh, we got to find a Sunday to watch some games together. I, I know. I know. Typically, you're hiding at home. I, maybe I can find one where I can where I can creep your direction sure. to, so that you uh, don't have to abandon the family quite so much. Um, all right, your baby. Side note. Oh yes. I don't mind abandoning the family every once in a while. I'm just going to throw that out there. That's fair. If I, mean, I need to run for a pack of smokes yeah. and be gone for a couple hours. I mean, I know you love your family. Hey, listen, my home is always open. Red Zone will be on this TV yeah. right here. I don't think that TV is big enough, but and we'll, there's, we'll make do. How big's your TV? 
Your TV could eat my TV. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's 65. It's a pretty great and TV. Mine's um, 55, so it's Okay, not, well, yeah. I mean, that's embarrassing, but that's okay. You can move on with your life. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, you're welcome here anytime, because most Sundays, unless my um, lovely fiancé has me out doing something else. I mean, we're watching our buddy. Uh, my buddy Zach is in a marathon Sunday morning. Oh. So he'll be finishing, like, noon, maybe noon 30. Okay. So, you know, it'll be a little tough. But generally speaking, join me anytime. Um. Your baby, ten team standard yep. empire. Yep. You won last year trying to win the the pot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I am uh, three and one. You are three and one. How'd you do last? So you won last week. I did. Okay. Yes, I am. Uh, I'm riding McCaffrey. Okay. He's, uh, he's going to be my my workhorse, sure. my bell yep. cow. Uh, also, Devonta Adams. Not happy that he's injured. Sure. Turf toe is uh, is a jerk. Yeah, him um, being out is rough for a lot of people i think and my team put up 131 which uh which is awesome yeah and a standard that's that's yeah. a good total so i i mean just barely more than mine pittsburgh's defense got me 17 alone which is awesome okay um then i had stafford and mccaffrey like i mentioned uh edelman laid an egg the whole, yeah, Edelman the, is the whole Patriots offense kind of laid an egg. I was gonna say, I mean, if they don't have to pass, they won't pass. Right. But but Edelman, I mean, you're counting on Edelman in a lot of places, and yeah. it's sad when he, because he he should be an extension of the running game. Mm-hmm. So for him to not do anything is frustrating. It's true. Yeah. So I mean, I, you know, I've been riding Mahomes, McCaffrey, and and Adams. I mean, they pretty much won it for me last mm-hmm. year, uh, and I just have a supporting cast. Um, but once, um, Gordon gets up to speed, I'll have a, hopefully a two-headed monster with McCaffrey and Gordon. So I don't have to keep starting Adrian Peterson and <laughs> LaShawn McCoy and yep. yeah, I, I hate starting those guys. It's Absolutely. Not fun. So I'm, how I look at it now is I'm hanging on by the skin of my teeth and I'm <clears throat> beating teams at the right time. I'm facing them. So I'm, I'm winning these games that I should. And so that's going to help carry me hopefully into the postseason. Sure. When, and I've got Adrian Green, who hopefully will get healthy. Right. Because Dalton's been throwing that ball everywhere. They just can't win. Uh, yeah, so, he, he has. Well, he's had to. He's running for his life. Yeah, and now Ross is on the IR, so Green's got to get healthy. You know what? Thank goodness. I'm sorry, but John Ross on the IR, that is the universe leveling itself. It's true. Because he is getting wins for people that don't deserve wins, and I wish Austin Eckler would join him. Now, if there's any kids listening, we don't wish any ill will no. on any player. Everybody's at great. All. Everybody's yes. trying their best and doing their right. but you know, blah, 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 blah. but the yeah. point is, football wise, sure, I don't like when people are rewarded for luckiness. Um, so we'll talk about our matchup in a second. My mm-hmm. last week matchup in this league. Um, Winston went off. That was great. And actually, Phillip Rivers had a solid game. So 29-20 between the two of them. Patriots defense, 24. That was Mm -hmm. awesome. Uh, Todd Gurley. So Todd Gurley put up great stats, but, you know, he was really bailed out by two TDs. He did not have a great game again. And I really want to be able to sell him and... I just nobody wants him. Like yeah. nobody is nobody's dumb enough to 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 buy into the fact that oh his stat line was good. 
but like, come on, his usage is fine, but his production's not good. He's just uh, getting bailed, bailed yep. out by touchdowns. Yep. So like, I'll start him if I have him, if he's my best option. But it's frustrating mm-hmm. because he is not. He's not the Todd Gurley of old, and I wish no. I had sold him earlier like I did in Frozen, the yeah. super deep dynasty. Super deep. Um, David Johnson had a great receiving game, so that was fine. <clears throat> My receivers, you know, Hopkins, two. Cooks, seven. Lame. Evan Ingram, five, because I had Kittle on by. Lame. Yeah. Sonny Michelle, six. Lame. But my quarterbacks, my defense, my running backs, they kept me alive. I ended up winning 128-101. Mm-hmm. And I beat... Um, I beat uh I beat Brandon who took his took over the team that was um not nope not China's team. Brandon took over uh uh Brian's team. My my coworker's husband right. Brian. Yes. Uh Brandon took over his team mm-hmm. because he decided to to retire from fantasy football. I I asked his wife at work. I said, "What does Brian do now on Sundays?" She goes, well, "He watches the games." I said, with nothing riding on them? He just he just watches them for fun? I don't know. I don't get it. Who does but, that? But anyway, so, you know, Brandon, I'm looking at Brandon's team, and it's funny because, okay, Austin Eckler, okay, great. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm looking at his team, and I'm thinking, okay, Lindsey, I traded him. Uh, Robert Woods, I traded mm-hmm. him. Lamar Jackson, I traded him. Yep. Uh, Mike will on his bench. Mike Williams, I traded him. <laughs> Justice Hill, I strongly suggested he drafted. So like I, I, you know, his team is very Ralph heavy. It's like it's I your guess. second team. Yeah, you know, and I and I helped him out. I mean, he, you know, God bless him. He has never drafted a dynasty team from scratch in sure. a startup. He's only taken over orphans. Mm-hmm. So he said to me multiple times, he's like, "Oh, I can't wait until I can draft a dynasty team." start up from the get-go it's going to be the best and i i don't i don't blame him um so you know he he had a good week i mean he put up good good points but you know marquis brown kind of failed him darren waller kind of failed him um montgomery and Lindsay kind of failed him so uh let's look ahead though because uh we have a matchup coming up ned ryerson versus fully torqued <laughs> Projected total. Yeah, did you see this? 112 to 112. How, I mean, evenly matched. You can't. You know what? It's the immovable, what is it? Immovable object during, uh, the unstoppable force versus the immovable immovable object. object, It's just going to be stuck against each other. I mean, I'm looking at, you've got, oh, did you, okay. Did you put Mahomes in your super flex just to be a smart Alec? (laughs) He's always been down there. Put him in your... St- that's annoying. Switch he and Brissette. Brissette belongs in Superflex. Mahomes belongs at the top. You know what? I want the mental edge in this matchup. Oh, so that is... You know, there. my guys are not intimidated. I'm, okay, I'm so... Them down there. So apparently you have the advantage on both quarterbacks, although I would take Winston over Brissette any day of the week. Oh, Brissette against Kansas City. <laughs> Winston against New Orleans. Never mind. Um... <laughs> I've got a lot of advantages in the middle, but basically I'm looking at our squads and I'm thinking, you know what? This is, this is pretty evenly matched. Yeah. Looking forward to seeing how it's going to go. Uh, this would be the week that Mahomes would, this would be nice if Mahomes would not do much this week, but that's not going to happen. So, um, it's going to be fun. Interestingly enough, I'm two and two, but I'm eight out of 10. Yeah. 
Um, it's a log my, jam. My point. It's a. It's a real. It's a real log jam. So in that, these next couple of weeks, things will start shaking out, though. They will. You know, eventually, I get to play she who shall not be named, <laughs> who is now he held who he who shall not be named <laughs> because her team she eventually you know she actually quit. Have we talked about that? No. Oh, that's why the the she team quit. name change and he's oh she's actually. gone oh. oh she gone. She gone. I didn't know that. It has been taken. Uh, Joel, our friend Joel, has taken so over her team. I thought somehow she knew Joel and that he was. No, she's done. And Brandon, who took over Brian's team, initiated this. Okay. He, he he works with her, and he sent her a message saying, "Listen, do you want to just be done? Because we can find a new owner if you're not into it anymore." That makes sense. No. And she said something along the lines of, "She." Wanted to play in a league with people she liked playing with. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry that we were so awful to you, expecting you to, oh, I don't know, set a lineup and respond to trade offers. What a that's, bunch of horrible monsters. That's fantastic. <clears throat> so she's gone. And uh, Joel, and I, I think Joel is, I think he's taking it over officially. Yeah, I don't his, know his name's on there. Yeah, I I don't know if it's it. I don't know if maybe it's temporary for this year, but it's hard to find somebody to take over an eighty dollar team. I mean, that's not chump change. So, anyway, uh, I look forward to seeing how this is how this is going to go. I'm excited that we're paired up in a couple of leagues, um, uh, this week. Uh, maybe we should talk about Sunday. Maybe we should try to get together Sunday. We'll yeah. see. We'll see if that can be something we'll we'll uh, make happen. But. Um, <clears throat> anything else for, for your baby before we go to my baby? I, you know, and I forgot I even did this, but I, you know, my running backs have just been in disarray with, with Gordon out. I picked up Jordan Howard after Ugh, his monster performance. What a frustrating performance. I mean, again, he's like superstar 87 and two and Miles Sanders has four less carries with 72 yards. Yeah. So annoying. Jordan Howard is just, he's a big tub of goo. But if you look at my team, though, Howard's, I mean, I have AP. Yeah, I know. I understand. Yeah. If you repeat with that team, it's ridiculous. I mean, I'm I'm cheering for you. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But can you imagine repeating with Jordan Howard in your starting running back spot? I mean, come on. Well, he won't be because I'll have Gordon McCaffrey, so it'll be fine. Okay, that was another face that people can't see on the podcast. All right, let's let's uh, let's switch over here. Let's get to Roman. Let's get to Roman. Let's twelve to twelve team baby. twelve team PPR. I am trying to repeat. <clears throat> I have made it to. I have made it. I have made it. Brace yourself. Three and one, first place. As I try to repeat. So we are now both officially in first place of the leagues where we are trying to mm-hmm. repeat and win big money. It's a beautiful thing. Um, I was uh, worried this past week. I was playing against Kong, and it was it was a concerning matchup. And the reason being that he had, um, who did he have creeping? Oh no, it was that I was down. Yeah. But I had Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas on Sunday night, and so I was down by yeah, fifteen points, maybe something like that, which. Seems like not very much, but the Saints have such a hard time with Bridgewater in terms of moving the ball, like it didn't seem guaranteed. 
So I'm looking at Lamar Jackson, Kamara, Aaron Jones, Hopkins, Thomas, Ertz, Ingram, Winston, Packers defense, which was a nothing burger. Right. And then Justin, uh, Justin Tucker. And I ended up squeaking out a 135 to 130 win. And his team was very consistent across the board. I mean, Zerline, Patriots, defense, and Marcus Mariota were mm-hmm. the were the highest scorers. But he had Minshew, McCoy, White, Shark. Oh, he had Aguilar put up a zero. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're starting Aguilar, that is brutal. <laughs> um, but generally speaking, like it was, it was a pretty consistent effort. I mean, one thirty five is you know one thirty is nothing to shake it at. But he. Uh, I, I, I edged him this week and so I'm at three and one in first place and I really feel like my I really feel like my team should be in first place. I feel like this is the team I've worked hardest at and it really should be there. Even without Barkley. You know, Barkley being out hurts mm-hmm. me, but I should have the depth to overcome it. You are you're hitting your stride right now. I think I hope so. Yep. I mean I think so, but and so I play I uh, play Woody next week, and I'm projected to win by 11, mm-hmm. 150 to 139. Now, he's he's also 3-1, and one, but he's in fifth place, so there's a, another log jam. Right. And I just have the points to, to be up there. But um, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, interesting to see what happens. His team name is Dalvin and the Chipmunks. I love that team. Yeah, name. I know. It's pretty great, especially for Vikings fans like me. Uh-huh. <laughs> um... How'd you do in Roman this week, Dave? I, I laid an egg. I didn't even eclipse the century mark. Ouch. Yep. How did that happen? Well, I'll tell you. I, um, I'd like to hear it. <laughs> Please tell me. So Josh Allen. I'm ready. Concussed. Okay, sorry. Yeah, that's rough. Mr. Mac, Hurt. Yep. Oh, Wait, no. this is, I hate this team, right? Yep. I oh, you were just under 100. You were at 99.2. Still, okay. didn't eclipse it. Okay, that's true. Uh, Beckham. <laughs> Um. It, so, it's... oh, wait a minute. Okay, sorry. I. So Andrew got his first win against you. Well, congratulations, Andrew. Wow. Okay. Yeah. He's in twelfth place, and yours only win. And I do remember. Ouch. Uh, one nugget from the podcast with you and Kurt. You guys <laughs> had a, a laugh about me picking up Gallman. I remember that. Yeah. You know what though? Come on, Gallman. Give me a Kinda break. That Saquon Barkley is all world, right? True. Should you be able to put any loser in that role and have him score two touchdowns? No. And I have played, I have started Wayne Gallman before, mm-hmm. my friend. And let me tell you something, it didn't work out like that. Well, I tell you what, it was out of necessity. Well, anyway, congratulations. I'm glad it worked out. 27.8 points. That's yeah. pretty darn good. Didn't give me the win, though. Yeah, yeah. So, and I mean, this was a Sorry, team. very heated today. I don't know you if you are. You're, you're very passionate. I'm all, I'm all riled up, you, you know? It's a, a cold weather outside. I'm just all heated up, you know? It's a, Down mm. So, I... Uh, I'm wearing my Chiefs cap, you know? You are. Okay. This was a team I originally was going to blow up. <laughs> yeah. I I, had I, a, I hate this team, quote yeah, unquote. I had it yeah. blown up. I yeah. had four 2020 yeah. firsts. I remember. And then I get this weird offer from some guy, and yeah, the guy I beat this yep, week. And now I'm I'm trying to compete. So gotta tell you, I wouldn't have beat him if he had ODB and Mike true. Evans. And uh, I'll be looking at blowing up a different team in a league that we're in. So <laughs> this one I might hang on to. And okay. See what happens. 
Yeah, I don't want to talk about this team anymore because I hate this team. That's fair. Let's move on. Yeah. I, 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 uh, I know you wouldn't make me talk about a team that I hate, so I'll, I'll let you uh, move on as well. Appreciate um, that. Can we go to Westeros? Let's go to All Westeros. right, Westeros is our IDP. Yep. 10 offensive starters, 10 defensive starters, 12-man bench, which is very shallow, and five uh, taxi squads, which you, you can start, but they're available mm. to be picked up yep. um, by other teams. I was playing Danny this week. Danny's team was 3-0 and and looking like a juggernaut. 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 I love that word. Um, he's in fourth place now at 3-1 and after I beat him. I'm at 2-2 two and two in fifth place. And my team really hit its stride this week. And I feel so good about it. And it was... You know, last week I won, so I, I was 0-2, and mm-hmm. then I won last week, and I won this week. Mm-hmm. So last week, <clears throat> there were some performances that really carried me. I mean, I had 35 for Mark Ingram, I think, and, you know, some of those kind of things. This week was very consistent. I mean, it was Mason, Ru- Mason Rudolph 17, Miles Sanders 13, Mark Ingram 12, Chark eight, Hopkins seven, Michael Thomas sixteen, Mel uh sorry, Evan Ingram nine, Chris Carson twenty-three, who I traded AJ Green for yep. a couple weeks ago. Uh Philip Rivers nineteen, and then on my defense I had some big ones. Devin Bush thirty, Joe Schober twenty-seven, Jordan Hicks twenty-six. You know, in an IDP league, especially with this scoring, if your linebackers aren't putting up 20 to 30 points mm-hmm. a game, you don't stand a chance of winning. It's tough. And so to have my linebackers go 30, 27, and 26 is monstrous. It's huge. Uh, Kenny Clark, 8. Marshall Lattimore, 13. Von Bell, 13. Jesse Bates, 12. Malcolm Jenkins, 11. And Aldrich Rosas. Rosas. With 6.8, and I dropped him as soon as I could to get um, uh, to get uh, Robbie Gould back in there because mm-hmm. I, I know you don't like Robbie Gould. but um, So I put up 308, and I beat Danny with a 226. Oof. I feel unbelievable about this matchup. I, I, it, you know, I was worried about it in a lot of ways. Like, he had some guys. I mean, I traded him Zeke. Mm-hmm. He had carry on. He had Keenan Allen had been going crazy. He had Galladay. You know, Watson could have gone off. I mean, I got lucky on some performances. But, oh, man, it feels good. It feels good in this. I I mean, this is the one. It's one of the original four. Mm -hmm. And I want to win it so bad. And I just haven't been able to make that happen. So it's it's it feels it feels very good. Um, I am matched up this coming week. Against Aaron, who is two and two and in eighth place, so less points than me, same right. record but less points. Mm-hmm. Um, he uh, his <clears throat> his daughter was in my class a million years ago. She just started high school, so that's how I how I know him. Sure. He and I talked about fantasy every time he came into my classroom, and and so when I when I needed a spot, I I invited him in. So I'm I'm projected to win by sixty, but man, these leagues are weird, and you never know what can what yeah. can happen. So you know he's got some. I mean, he's got Wilson, he's got Fournette, he's got Robert Woods, he's got Lockett, he's got Hawkinson, Robinson, he's got some some big names there. So Joey Bosa, I've been trying to get Joey Bosa from him for years, and it's not working. <laughs> so I'm excited to see how that goes. Um, but I'm just really happy to be at 2-2 two and two and mm-hmm. feel like I get back in the winner's circle, especially yeah. against Danny, who was poised to be 4-0, and, oh, and yeah. I 
and I got in the way. So, uh, how'd your Westeros? Uh, how'd your Westeros and go? Speaking of Danny, I actually play him this week. Nice. Yep. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, but knock I, him off his pedestal. Yeah, that's the plan. <laughs> Coming for you, Danny. Yeah, Danny. I went up against Bill. Okay. Um, I beat <laughs> he was him. my win last week. Yeah, he doesn't have the best team. Uh, yeah, but I was closer to losing than he I was. prefer. The yeah. final score was 236.9 to 193. Okay. Um, I mean, he started Pollard, who got him nothing. Yeah, um, that's not a start at this point in the year. No, yeah. I mean, he started Campbell and Hardman. They didn't do anything. Oof, yeah. Um, Case Keenum... I mean, obviously he went out with Got the injury. Benched, yeah. yeah. And and by the way, Haskins looked terrible. Awful. Just horrible. Which is sad for an Ohio State fan. I mean, he looked really brutal. I mean, he needs some time mm. to prepare to go in. He can't just come in cold. And he's got Haskins also. Yeah. And well, I know because I traded mm. him for that pick in the rookie draft because I had four and I, I took Chark to trade back to seven. Oh, sure. And so he took Haskins at four, which I think was the right move, but just looks rough right now so and this was a again i took over this team um after the first year at one point this team only had three wide receivers i had, and it's a start three wide receiver league yeah, yeah so i i'm excited about my young pass catchers i have now um you know i i drafted in keel harry but mm-hmm. he went right to the ir so i'll have him next year hopefully I've got uh, Knox, the tight end from Buffalo, mm-hmm. who's just a pass catching. Yeah, he's looked good. Yeah, he's he, gotten he he's getting great. more and more chances. Uh, Preston, he's clearly the best option. Yep, I've got Preston Williams from mm-hmm. Miami, Deontay Johnson from Pittsburgh. Yep, who um, I tried to claim last week, yep. and you bumped him up. Yep, I'm keeping him. Preston Williams is still on your taxi. I may have to put in a claim mm-hmm. next time I have a chance, but. Well, I've got. Uh, you one of your favorites, Mr. Ross, who'll be going to IR. So good. We, we can bye bye. Yeah, we can bump him up. Uh, and Kirk's hurt now too, so he won't be playing. So Christian Kirk's hurt. Yeah, oh, okay. he'll be out. It's um, interesting for those other guys in in Arizona. Yeah, hmm. so it, it should be fun. But I mean, my defense stepped up. My I love my defensive backfield. Um, I've got uh, McCordy. He's uh he's just yep. he's been a solid every week starter twenty points for me. It's put awesome. him in, set it and forget it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's nice to have those guys there. Could call him Ron Popeil. That's actually pretty good. Yeah, it has really good actually. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, <laughs> so it just I mean, and I've got Mahomes, who didn't do much, but he did enough, you know, and uh, James White was back after the birth of his kid, mm-hmm. which was good. Yep, congratulations, and, uh, James White, if he's listening. <laughs> he yeah he he said he listened after oh. the kid came. oh okay yeah it helps put the kid to sleep I guess it's weird yeah it sounds about right uh and then I've got an Indomitian Sue sighting okay got me eighteen points I have him in a sleeper mm-hmm. IDP yeah yeah and so he had that a big was, game yep that was I fun to see yep yeah so I I team up Sue I've got um, Levante David who's not too uh, too shabby mm-hmm. so. And again, I'm yeah, still wait. Levante David still plays for the Bucks. Yeah, Quan Alexander went to the 49ers. Right. Yes. I get them confused. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm still trying to figure out this defense, but I think I'm starting to get a lock on it. Um. So and I have Von Miller also. So I've got. Uh, Once you find the guys that you feel are consistent, you yeah. just leave them in and yeah. you don't tinker because that's the thing is it's not going to be super consistent week to week. So. Yeah. Once they've shown you they have a lot of potential, you leave them in. And can sure. the Jaguars please 
trade Jalen Ramsey. Just get that over with. He doesn't want to be there. So has he not been? Has he been a healthy scratch because he's being a baby? His or back. has he been injured? Okay, so he's not really. And he had a baby. That's too. quotation marks with your yeah, fingers yeah, yeah. that Dave's his, doing. His back. We're on a. It's audio. So yeah. Okay. Sorry guys. Quote unquote, back, his back injury. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, because I saw he wasn't playing. I'm like, is that just whiny brat syndrome, yeah. or is he actually hurt? Yeah. But they're asking for two first round. I was going to say they want the world, stupid. right? Yeah. But not, you know, I mean, he's one of the best cornerbacks in the league, so that true. Not that that doesn't make sense, but, but still, yeah, he's doing nothing for him right now. They might as well just get rid of him. Sure. Yeah, and I I wanted to see what uh, the uh, where am I? So uh actually, it's close. Danny's projected this week two fifty nine. I'm projected two fifty three point three. Yeah, that is close. But there may be some buys in there. Yeah, Kirk's out, so he's got. <clears throat> it's hard to it's hard to not look at the projections, mm. but really you shouldn't look at the projections. You know, I mean the projections are. You just got to go with your gut. Yeah, I'd be curious to see how accurate the projections are. Like if they're ever accurate, because you look at them and you think, oh yeah, or you think, oh yeah, you know, and then and then you once the game starts, those are pretty much out the window. So. Oh, and actually, I picked up Auden Tate. Yeah, I've seen some people picking him up. Because of yeah. Ross, you know. Why not? Yep. Definitely. Um, are we going to talk about... I, I didn't actually put it on the list, but are we going to talk about Frozen at all? Okay, I mean, that's the team I was going to say I was going to blow up. So yeah, so that. I want to hear about I want to hear about that. <clears throat> um, I, I mean, I can start if you want, but... Yeah, I got to pull it up. Okay, so so Frozen, super deep. It is super deep. Um, so we had the, you know, you you weren't here when we talked about it, but we had the two, the the two matchups in one week where we played our entire uh, division. That's called a doubleheader. Doubleheader, yeah. yes. And so I played against you and Brandon, who um, joined our division um, when Danny bailed to go to an easier division. Jerk. And yeah, and. Um, <laughs> And I, I ended up beating both of you guys last week. We had a, we had a pretty close matchup, but I, I ended up I'm now at uh, uh, three and one. Um, but I'm looking at this team, and you know it's it's kind of interesting. So I had, it's just funny how your opinions change. So I had offered Chris Godwin and Terry McLaurin yep. for Devonte Adams to Danny. After this week. I'm starting to think, wait a minute, would I even give Godwin straight up for Adams? I'm not sure I would. Like I I've it like I all of a sudden I am like obsessed and in love with Chris Godwin. You like are. his performance yes. was too much. And I can't I can't help it. Like it's it's incredible. And I'm I'm looking at my my team with Juju and I'm thinking Maybe I should just start benching Juju and putting in, you know, maybe I have guys that are better because yeah. poor Juju with Rudolph is, is just brutal. So, um, but what I really wanted to comment in this league about was that, you know, we had two teams in this league that were orphans that were taken over mm-hmm. by guys who are kind of new to the to the way of doing this. Mm-hmm. So Brandon's one of them, and he took over a dead team and is kind of working to build it up. Yeah. The other is James, and I wanted to give him a shout out because I his wife volunteer so his his daughter's in my classroom and I had the older I had his older daughter the last two years. Okay. And his wife volunteers in my classroom. So I was talking to her uh today and I mentioned my podcast and 
And I said, yeah, do you know if James listens to it? And she goes, oh my gosh. He walks around the house with his headphones in, like laughing to himself. And when I try to ask him something, he says, I'm listening to a podcast. And she goes, "That's t- he's totally listening to your podcast. I know it, but he Shout hasn't said out, that. James. But he hasn't said that, you know, nice. like he's trying to be sneaky about it. And so I wanted to shout out to James because I'm looking at his team and I'm thinking, you know, he was given nothing to work with. I mean, he was set up for failure when he took over this team. What's the and, team name? Uh, he is uh, Philosophical Anarchists. <laughs> he's, a, uh, he's a college professor. Um, but he's sitting here at three and two. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at his squad and I'm thinking, this is not a bad squad. And I, and it's, you know, he's pieced it together. There are some savvy moves here. So I'm looking at Jared Goff, Devontae Freeman, Carlos Hyde, Julian Edelman, Adam Thielen, George Kittle, Darren Waller, Cole Beasley, Greg Olson, Auden Tate, Matt Barkley. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking at this team and I'm thinking, okay, Darren Waller was his own pickup. Auden Tate was his own pickup, yep. and Matt Barkley was his own pickup. And those are solid moves mm-hmm. to make this team competitive. You know, I mean, this team shouldn't com- compete with some of our squads, but, like, this, that is a solid squad he pieced together yeah. with not much to work with. So, assuming his wife suspects correctly that he's listening to mm-hmm. us, I wanted to throw him a shout-out because he does not have a lot of experience. He's basically did daily and I convinced him to try Dynasty. Nice. Um, but this is a solid-looking squad. And, you know, I look at his bench. Like, he's got Haskins sitting there who didn't mm-hmm. look this good this week. But, you know, I mean, he's he's a good quarterback prospect. Kenyon Drake is sitting there ready to go. But, you know, benched him wisely. He's got Alexander Madison, who's looked great. Ah, yes. Um, Jamal Williams, you know. Aaron Jones certainly doesn't look. I mean, Aaron Jones is getting, like, a yard per carry. Yeah. Like, it's pathetic. Yeah. Two yards a carry. He's got Miles Boykin. He's got Antonio Proud if he ever decides to come back. <laughs> Randall that. Cobb. He's got Debo. I would love to trade him for Debo. Uh-oh. Oh, my gosh. I love Debo so much. So, anyway, I wanted to shout out to James because that's a solid squad right there yeah. in a league with some superstar squads. And that's a very competitive team. So, I want to give him give him some give him some credit. Well done, sir. Yeah. So, good, good job, buddy. Um, it's hard. Any, anytime he's at school, it's hard because... Like we we can't really talk about football, but yeah. like that's what I want to talk to him about. It's like, oh no, we should, you know, you're dropping off something for your kid. We should probably <laughs> shouldn't talk about football. Um, I'm playing against Mike's team this week. Um, he's looking forward to Tyreek Hill coming back, so we'll oh, see yeah. if I have to face Tyreek Hill or not. But, um, all right. So you're looking at blowing up your squad. I'm one and four in Frozen. One and four. I'm ranked tenth. Yeah, that's rough. I mean, that's last rough. last year this team was competitive. I made the playoffs. I mean, yeah, you were I mean, you were up there. It's it's really frustrating. I've got uh, so what the heck happened? No idea. I mean, I traded um, you. I traded you Stafford yep. in this league. Yep. Um. So you have a quarterback you can actually start, but that's probably part of the problem. Is your super flex is Preston Williams right now? Well, Newton, I have him, but he's you out. have Newton, yeah, but he's so that, out. That right? doesn't help, and I only had two quarterbacks, I believe. And you've got and you're starting Kamara, but then Duke Johnson at your other running back. I mean yeah. that's brutal. Um, I mean Evans and Cup isn't a bad one two combo at all. wide receiver. But then you look tight ends. I mean yeah. Everett is. Yeah. You know he's hit or miss. Yeah. 
that offense just doesn't use the tight end. Delaney Walker's old, mm-hmm. and it doesn't seem like Mariota needs him. Mariota's nope. all over the place. He's got those young ends to throw to now. And then, you know, Conley, Ronald Jones, and now Christian Kirk's hurt, but you, you don't I mean, you don't want to have to start Chris Connolly. I mean, he's had some moments where he's looked great, but you don't want to have to rely on that. Definitely. So, yeah, I don't, I don't blame you. So, so what's your strategy? So, if you're going to blow this team up, what do you, what are you looking to do? So, I have not had a team where I've completely blown it up. I've always tried to be competitive. Me neither. Yeah. It's a weird feeling because I have that on sleeper right now, where I'm kind of blowing up some teams. So I, I had the thought, and I was actually going through the teams last night of who I could trade for, and what I could possibly get. I didn't look at who has what picks, but. Obviously, I want to get youth, and I want to get first-round picks. That's my goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've got teams where I'm I'm good. You know, I can ride those good teams. I know what that feels like to have a good squad set up. I kind of want to see about blowing a team up, and this could be a prime team to do that. I could get a haul for Kamara. Okay, so... <laughs> I could get some stuff for Evans and Sure, Cup. sure. Yeah. Okay, so can I ask you, so you've got Kamara, mm-hmm. right? Now, I only have him in Roman where I can't trade anyway. Right. Um, so let me ask you this. So, you know, I'm looking at Kamara and I'm thinking, boy, I'd love to acquire Kamara. Mm-hmm. But then I think, okay, what would you be asking? Right. So, like, you're, are, you, are you thinking a youthful, a youthful running back with potential plus a first rounder? Are you talking more than that? Like what's, what's your goal? Like what would you hope to acquire with him? I, at the very minimum, I mean, depending on who the youthful running back is adding a first round to it, I could look at that. So if I were now, I, this is all hypothetical because I do not have a 2021st. I've traded away a lot of picks, right? Let's say I came at you with David Montgomery and a 2021st. Would that be enough to get Kamara? Uh, that was a hard sigh. It does. Did, did it that does. pick up? Did that pick up? It might have. I don't know if that picked up. Yeah. That was a hard sigh. Yeah, it, it. That one gives me pause. And again, because you're considering it. Yeah, because, because Montgomery has huge potential. Right. But he's also got. You know, he's got Cohen to deal with. Sure. So, but although boy, Cohen just seems like he's an afterthought. I know. So I mean, it. This is just within the last week i've been thinking about it yeah so i don't I really yeah absolutely specifics, but like i said i offered up nuke in a league because mm-hmm. i'm out and i wanted to get something plus firsts for him right um so does it put, i mean this is basically just for anybody listening this is yeah. just like a kind of how you think about it so let's say i had a 2021st and it was and i was offering him montgomery in my 2021st now my team is poised to finish high again. Mm-hmm. So let's say I repeat as champion. Doesn't get me anything, but right. I mean, I would think my, my team looks good. I sure. would think I'd, I'd be feeling good about going that way. So then if I did have a 2021st, it would be 112. Yep. Does that, obviously that makes it less appealing. Mm-hmm. Would that, if it if I were a team where it looked like that pick would be much higher, I'm sure that would help your cause, right? Yep, you gotta take. All so of if you if you down. were if you if it was probable that it would be David Montgomery and one twelve, that probably wouldn't be enough. Or I would need more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's say. Again, it's all hypothetical oh, because, but I I think this is good because that we we pride ourselves on mm-hmm. trade negotiations. Yes. 
if it were Montgomery, and I'm, I'm also not sure I would do this because I love all of these guys <laughs> we're talking about, but if it were Montgomery 2021st, which is probably a low first, you know, a, a low first, yeah. and Terry McLaurin, what would that do for you? I mean, that that definitely is. That sounds good, right? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. now you got a young receiver showing yeah. up hard. you got a young running back showing up hard. And even more hope for the future with a pick. Yeah. Interesting, huh? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, it doesn't matter. I don't have a 2020 first because I'm assuming a 2021 first doesn't do it. No, too, far. too far. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. Can't. Okay. That's what I figured. Yeah. So um, it's good to know because I would I would hope if you were actually truly shopping Kamara, I would hope I would get a chance to uh, give you some offers before you accepted anything because I, I would love to acquire Kamara, I got to tell you. I'm sure you would. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, just keep keep me in mind. But also... <laughs> You know, I, I've always, one thing I've always thought of in doing trades, especially in dynasties, is the rich getting richer. There's my, there's my side for the podcast. Mm-hmm. So does that, is that because you're in my division or just because you see how strong my team is? Just more because of how strong your team is. So you're looking at my team and you're thinking my starting lineup I would now have Kamara in place of Montgomery, who mm-hmm. I am starting. Yep. And McLaurin doesn't affect me at all because he's basically on my bench. This week he was injured, so right. he's sitting on my bench. So you're basically looking at it as you're giving me for my starting lineup, you're give, letting me swap Kamara for Montgomery. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking, come on. You're, ba- you're thinking you're handing me a championship is what you're thinking. Pretty much, yeah. Right. And Kurt is yelling at his phone right now, uh-huh. thinking... There's no way Ralph can't acquire Kamara. I guarantee you that's what he's thinking. Because last week we went into the battle he and I had of in terms of like adding to our team. Right. And how I acquired McCaffrey right before the trade deadline. So and it's good to know. I've been in a few situations where, you know, trying to get some value for a player and a top team has approached me and I'll make them pay more if they want it. <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> I, I mean, think about it. Wait, right? do you have Disley? Because I really no, am interested. No, I don't okay. have Disley. All right, just kidding. Um, uh, now, here's the other thing. If, you, if you're truly blowing things up, mm-hmm. I also tend to look, for a team that I know is blowing things up, I tend to look at bench players and see if there's guys that I could maybe aim a little lower for. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, sure. for example, Naheem Hines <laughs> is a guy where if the cost isn't too high, like I would acquire Naheem Hines to have like as a bench player. Sure. Or Antonio Callaway coming off the, the suspension. Or Paris Campbell, mm-hmm. who's a former Buckeye, mm-hmm. who, mm-hmm. You know, who, who should have some opportunities to kind of start to become the guy. How expensive are you looking at those? If you're in a rebuild and you've got guys, yes, they're young – but they're also appealing pieces to someone mm-hmm. else. Do you look to trade them to acquire draft capital or do you look to keep the guys that are younger? Like a Paris Campbell, he's what, 21 years old? Yeah. You know, yeah. in an offense with a young quarterback who in theory will be there a couple of years. Like, do you look to keep a guy like mm-hmm. that? Or... Yeah, so I've actually identified some holds that I have. Unless something really blows me away. I mean, I wouldn't straight out and shop them. But if somebody approached me and said, hey... Sure. You know, I'm kind of looking at Campbell, kind of looking at Knox. Then I would look at, but I wouldn't actively. But you want to hold the them. younger guys. I want to hold the younger guys, sure, and I've sure, been approached. Sure. 
Well, Callaway by a few different people, and okay. I'm I'm still holding him. Okay, still holding him. So, so it should be fun. Um, I'm kind of excited to kind of play Einstein or not Einstein, Frankenstein. Will play. <laughs> and uh, I mean, in your mind, it's Einstein. Right, it's more realistically Other Frankenstein. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's interesting. I I I just um. I mean, I, I'm in the same boat that you are where I haven't had a full a full blow-up. But in some of these sleeper leagues, I I am doing that. And I'm starting to shop players. I mean, I told you the nuke offer. But, you know, I, I haven't had a lot of response. Like, people, people don't want to... It's interesting because I wish I could... I wish I could give them the advice that of from my experience, which is... Multiple times I have traded young pieces and a pick to get a superstar to beef up my starting lineup. And it leads to a championship, and that championship is irreplaceable. That's true. And that's dynasty nerds emphasize that. It's like that championship, that's all you care about. Mm -hmm. And if you sell out to win this year, you won this year, and that can't be taken away from you. And even if next year, even if the next couple of years your team's getting older... You have more you can do. Yeah. I mean, I look at this past year. I mean, I had no 2019 picks, no 2020 picks in in Frozen. And and yet, going into the draft, I traded Gurley, and I got 1-6 and 1-12, and I traded CMC, and I got Michael <laughs> Thomas in addition to 1-7-2-7-3-7-4-7. And all of a sudden, I've got all these picks, yep. and it was like, now I'm rebuilt. Mm-hmm. And so you take one superstar that is performing and is valuable and you turn them for some first round picks and now you're back yeah. in, you're back in, you know, you've it's retooled. True. And that's, that's really your goal yeah. is to retool. Um, so yeah, it's, it's good to, good to hear some of those things. Cause yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm curious about that. Um, it'll be exciting. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, it- it's frustrating because my team's not where I want to be. Sure. But I've uh I've I've moved past that now. I'm I'm past the point of denial where it's, it's going to turn around, Newton's going to get healthy. I've I'm past that part. So, I'm in acceptance now. And uh we're going to move on from there. It's one of the one of the stages it's I hear. Yeah. yeah. Um all right. So, we have a couple more things we're going to cover. Um Next being your guillotine, mm-hmm. you were able to finally make some free agent or some waiver wire additions. I, I have not been able to do that because I spent too much money, but we're going to check <laughs> out your waiver wire additions. Uh, guillotine. So, uh, Dave, I did not successfully add anyone this week. I already spent all my money. I got Devontae Adams. I got Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of... Uh, standing where I am for my team as of now, but it sounds like you were able to get some teams on the waiver wire. So what did your guillotine look like this week? I made a couple additions. Let's hear it. Uh, Also, I want to point out, um, I have the most points scored this season. Oh, good for you. Yeah, 617. (laughs) Okay. I just wanted to point that out. Yeah, that's pretty good. um, I'm sitting at 398, which is... Very low. I mean, that's low compared to everybody else. You're hanging on by the skin. I'm of hanging teeth. on by the skin of my teeth. You aren't really winning as much as other teams are losing, if you want to look at it that way. No, I mean, I'm yeah. I'm really I'm really terrible. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Like my, 
I don't know. Devontae Adams going out could absolutely kill me. I mean, if he misses from some weeks, that's the end of that. But anyway, let, let's hear about what's your waiver wire. Tell I, me. You know, if that hurts you, I would pick him up in your honor. <laughs> Just so you know. Oh, thanks for that. I would have You been... think that I'm going to talk about the guillotine league after <laughs> I go out? No. That league is dead to this podcast, Dave. Stay tuned to, for Dave's guillotine <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Airing after trips right with Rob and Dave. <laughs> Uh, you know so, what? Never mind, I got nothing. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Yeah, and my, my team's foundation, again, is still Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson. <clears throat> yep. Um, they've uh, still been lights out for me. Keenan Allen, still doing great. Um, last week, I picked up Gallman. I think it got him pretty cheap. And he delivered for me, which was a big uh, boon to my team. And I had McLaurin out. He was a surprise like a yeah, that was game. last minute. Yeah, yeah, game time for yeah. sure. So, and this week I've got Galladay on a bye. I've got McLaurin still iffy if he's going to play. So I needed uh, a little bit of help. Which team are you? I'm chopping broccoli. <laughs> That's right, chopping broccoli. <laughs> chopping broccoli. <laughs> chopping broccoli. Yep. Okay. That's me. Yep. Got it. Um. So I went ahead and got uh, hooked on a Thielen, Adam Thielen. <laughs> The, okay. the aforementioned Thielen, we talked about him earlier. Um, I think after the little spat that Thielen and, and Cousins had, they did actually make up on uh, Cousins Has a Show on KFAN. And uh, Thielen was on, and they did make up. So that's the first step. <laughs> okay. Um, so I've got Thielen on my bench. I also picked up Marlon Mack. Yep. Um, because... Gallman's not going to be there the whole time. You sure. Know? Barkley's going to come back. So I figured, and I don't think I wagered too much on him either. I think it, a lot of people offered up low amounts this week because there really wasn't a lot to pick up. Um, the biggest pickup was Rodgers went for 95, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. I think I, offer, I, think I put up 21 for all the guys okay. I put up for, yeah. and I figured, you know, I assumed I wouldn't get them, but I mm-hmm. didn't have a lot of money left, so... Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to try to only bid on guys that are, like, absolute game changers from now on. That's so actually going to be yeah. my strategy as well. Cause so I, I thought Rodgers, Mack, and there was somebody else. Rodgers, Mack, and... Watkins? Did you look for, uh, for Watkins? Watkins? No, I didn't bid on Watkins. No. Thielen, I think, was Thielen. the other guy. I thought those okay. guys were game changers. Yeah. So. Well, two out of three ain't bad for game changers. Yeah. I got. I'll take yeah. it. Um, so I... I uh, and I got rid of... Um, I dropped uh, Hamilton, I think, Deshaun Hamilton. Okay. And uh, Safe some, drop. some other chump. I forgot who. Some other chump. Oh, uh, Lewis. I don't know what that symbol means. Deion oh. Lewis. Deion Lewis, yeah. yeah. Droppable. That's how I think. Droppable. Yeah, he shouldn't have been on my roster. Okay, so. yeah. Um, and that's, uh, that's but 17 teams to start off with. So yeah. like, there's a lot of guys that shouldn't be on rosters that right. were initially. Right. That's right. fine. So as we trim it down, these teams are just going to get better and better. Yep. So I like, uh, I like having better and better players yep. to, to cut the fat. So, um, and I think with these additions that I have, barring any superstars being available, um, I think I'm going to be good for a couple of weeks. And I have, I did go through some of the teams, and there's still some teams that have all their money left. Claire, 
has all 200. Well, that's just because she's not paying attention. I mean, uh, her team is fine, but really she just doesn't. She's not paying attention. a couple that are in like the 180s. So there's okay. going to be some really good players going for some high amounts mm-hmm. now. So I want to weather that storm. So I think Well, and that's, that's the key too is yep. that, you know, some of these, I mean, if, I mean, let's see. So who was, let's see, lowest scoring team this week was, no, it wasn't me. Come on. Was it okay? Two okay, Bill Bill Cosby's two hand touch football. Oh no, he's out altogether. Oh boy, this is great podcasting. This is great radio right here. Um, no, I got it first. Okay, um, so he was knocked out. Zeke and Destroy is still in. Zeke and Destroy is still in. Okay, so I'm looking at like like Ezekiel Elliott will get. I mean, assuming this team doesn't perform, right. Zeke will get knocked out. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a hundred dollar player, I would think. Totally. Mark Ingram should be a huge money player. Mm-hmm. Zacher should be a huge money player. Yeah. ODB should be a huge money player. Mm-hmm. DJ Chark has been great. Yep. He should get a decent amount of money. Same um, with Deontay Johnson too. Deontay Johnson, yep. sure. I mean, even AJ Green coming back should should could catch some money. Mm-hmm. Or uh, could could fetch some money. Sure. So um, you know, so if that were the team to get knocked out, but I mean, again, you not you mentioned my team. Like if my team gets knocked out, mm-hmm. Adams, Juju, mm-hmm. Kittle, these guys are all gonna fetch a lot of money. They are. I and again, this is quickly becoming my favorite format, the guillotine league. I love it. I think it's such a genius idea. I'm making a stink face on you right now. You don't like this format? No, I like the format. I don't like that my team isn't performing very well, <laughs> and so I'm making a face yeah. at you. Ugh. Anyway. All right. Is that enough for guillotine? Yeah, let's okay. move on from guillotine. I think All we're right. both getting sleepy. I, I want to talk about, really <laughs> just really quick, I want to talk about the World Empire. I mentioned it with Kurt last week, and the World Empire is where every year one team is eliminated. So the worst team in the league is eliminated. Now, my team is 0-4. And, and so it's uh, having some issues. But what I want to... This is also the league where I don't have a, a defense. And yet you're not 0-4. <laughs> I'm 3 So you know what? You're yeah. dead to me. And I um, did change my team name to don't need no stinking defense. It's working out. Yes, you did. Okay, so so what I wanted to mention, this is going to be our closing... <laughs> our closing um, uh, stuff here is that I, I'm looking at my team, I mentioned this with Kurt last week, is that my team's 0-4, and I kind of feel like, obviously I'm not going anywhere. I'm looking at my team, and I'm thinking, ODB is a valuable piece that I should be able to get multiple young pieces for. So mm-hmm. I posted in the forum, message board, whatever, I said, ODB's on the block, I'm looking for youth plus first-round picks. And so I got some offers. So <laughs> here's what I got. The first one I got, now this was an auto decline. I should have actually asked you what you thought of it first, but I'll just tell you. This was an auto decline. Let's hear it. I'd be giving up Odell Beckham Jr. I'd be getting Nelson Aguilar and a 2021st. <laughs> come on like that guy can't be serious right oh he's serious he's serious but that's yeah. not even close no okay so that was our that was our starting point so then i then then i got an offer from the aztecs 
This offer was J.J. Arthega Whiteside and a 2021st for Odell Beckham Jr. Now, I will say, I like Jaws more you than do. Nelson Aguilar. I think you like saying his name more than you actually like the player. No, I like him. Arthega? When he gets... Arthega. When they when they move on from Nelson Aguilar and move on from Alshon Jeffrey, who's a waste of space and his bones are made of glass, he's going to be awesome. Arthega. Arthega. Uh, but come on. Jaws and a first-round yeah. pick, not enough for, for Odell Beckham Jr. I almost said a naughty word. Here's the final offer I received. So those were both obviously mm-hmm. rejected. Um Here's the final offer I received. I would be giving up Odell Beckham Jr. I would be receiving Andy Isabella, Keyshawn Johnson, 2021 first, 2021 second, 2021 third, (laughs) 2020 third, 2020 fourth, and a 2021 fourth that he threw in for good measure. So first through fourth rounds in 2021 and third and fourth in 2020, he doesn't have a first and second in 2020. No. (laughs) Because he traded them during the startup draft and actually ended up with a pretty good team, in my opinion. This is top 19. This is top 19. Now, come on. Come on. That's a bunch of trash picks. I mean, 2021, first, second, third, fourth, whatever, that's fine, but that's a long time away. It is. And it's not enough for Odell Beckham Jr. I sent him a chat that said, if it was A.J. Brown and Debo Samuel instead of the Cardinals guys, I mm. might think about that. No response to that, of course. Well, of course. But he's not offering that. Mm. He wants to get ODB for free. Right. He's not getting ODB for free. No. It's also best ball. So ODB having a blow-up week could lead to a win for me. Exactly. And so I'm not giving him away for nothing. This is me trying to cash in on the fact that he's a top whatever startup pick. And my team isn't going anywhere, so what good does it do to have this guy? Plus, he's injury-prone. And the other thing to think about is this is a 20-team league. 20-team. So a third and fourth round pick... Is nothing. It's like 60-some players in. You're talking... Sixth, seventh round pick in a normal draft. I mean, it's so deep. After your second pick, I'm done. Right. <laughs> I'm not. I don't even know who these players are. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And so that was something. Kurt. I don't <laughs> remember if Kurt and I talked about it on the podcast or if we talked about it while we were watching football this weekend. Yeah. But how do you value? You know, in twelve team leagues, we're comfortable valuing what I would take for a first round or what I right. give a first round or four. Blah, blah blah. But with a twenty team league, I mean, if one twenty is a late second-round pick in a normal league. So that doesn't do it. No. You know? Um, So, you know, these offers are just frustrating and lame. And, you know, the other thing I'll say about offers is, you know, so on these, um, in these sleeper leagues, uh, if I'm, so I'm trying to cash in and get younger, 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 younger. Mm -hmm. Like young studs is what I want because I'm 0-4. And my team's not going anywhere this year. But when I get an offer that's something like, I give up Nuke, and I get Chris Carson and a first rounder and a second rounder, that doesn't do it for me because a running back who's 25 versus a wide receiver, I mean, they're going to be in the league for the same amount of time. Right. 
So like that doesn't do anything for me. I don't want to acquire basically if I'm if I'm if I'm blowing it up and I'm trying to acquire youth and picks, I don't want to acquire any running backs. Right. Because they don't last. I want young wide receivers, young tight ends, young quarterbacks and picks, 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 picks. Because if I can build up the youth elsewhere, the picks can all be on rookie running backs mm-hmm. who can blow up right away, which other positions don't do. So if I were to offer up Chubb, then... Which league are you talking about? For Beckham. You wouldn't want Oh, we're him. talking about a world. You wouldn't want Chubb. Chubb for Beckham? <laughs> Come on, i do that right now. But that's different because Chubb looks unbelievable and yeah, Beckham looks I'm, terrible. I'm hanging on to him. Yeah, obviously. Um, but all joking aside, you know, I'm giving up... I You know, I'm like, I wouldn't give up... You know, I wouldn't give up Beckham for, let's say, Carson and a first because mm-hmm. that doesn't that helps me this year, but not an, I'm not going to win this year. So like right. that's pointless, and it just just goes to show that in these leagues where I don't know the people, the trade offers are terrible. It's like yeah. I don't know what they think. Do they think I'm going to have some sort of a spasm and accidentally click accept instead of reject, or do they think that I'm an idiot and I'm not paying attention? But, like, I would never accept some of these offers. And I've always, you know, trade etiquette, especially when you're dealing with people you don't know. um, Because there's always the option of adding comments with your trade. Sure. You know? Um, Something along the lines of, you know, I'm offering up DK Metcalf, but if you prefer Tyrell Williams, you know, we can also look at that. You know, what are your thoughts on it? I'm giving you this, it's helping you there. I'm asking for this, it's helping me here. So sure. you're kind of justifying it. When you just throw out random trades like that, I don't like it. Yeah, it's just really frustrating and you know, I just don't get I just don't get the like when I'm when I'm trying to like when I'm in these leagues with people I don't know and I'm trying to plan out a trade, I am looking at the rosters like if I'm trying to offer up like I have a league where I'm trying to offer up Eric Ebron. Because sure. I don't want Eric Ebron, and I think he should be worth something, mm-hmm. but I don't <clears throat> want him. I have Goddard on my bench. I'm perfectly fine even starting Goddard now. And so I don't want to have him sitting, you know, I, I just, I don't want Ebron. And so I'm trying to offer up, like when I'm looking at a team to trade him to, I'm looking, where's the team that's desperate at tight end? Mm-hmm. Where's the team who has Howard who's doing nothing? Right. Where's the team that is... You know, where's the team that is sitting there with, um, you know, Vance McDonald is their top guy and he went out and they're scrounging mm-hmm. together something. That's where I'm trying to offer Ebron. You know, here's Ebron and blank for this wide receiver that yeah. could beef me up because I don't really, you know, it's just, uh, just, um, I don't know. It's just the, the trading stuff can be really frustrating. And, and not that they're all bad. I, I, I had some good trade talks last night with a guy in one of these leagues who is very reasonable, but more often than not, it's yeah, frustrating. Right. Not everybody can be Dave Dvorak. It's true. Or Ralph Sievers. Oh, shucks. Mm. <laughs> well, <clears throat> on that note, Dave, uh, it's probably time to um, probably time to tone it down. So I uh, I've got picture day tomorrow. You know, oh. at school. Okay. So I, I, I'll actually need to shower first thing in the morning. Are you going to wear the Chiefs hat? I'm going to have to. No, the Chiefs hat will stay home. But you know, I'm glad that you know my hair's. My hair looks okay, yeah, I think. Could. You know. Are you gonna wear it up or down for the I, pictures? You know, I think um I think the way it is now is the way I'm gonna wear it. it works. I don't have any hair, that's why it's funny. <laughs> actually we're hair twins, so we actually have the same look yeah, going on. That's true. Um so anyway, um 
I think it's probably time to uh, call it a call it a week. But um, I really enjoyed this. I missed you last week, buddy. And uh, I Kurt, you, well. you know, Kurt held it down. He did. But it's good to have you back. Good to be back. So uh, wrapping up uh, episode five for week four of the of uh, the podcast. This is Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. I'm Ralph. I'm Dave. And we will see you next week. We will. All right. Thanks, buddy.